Hi, this is Kevin McDonald, and if you have some spare time, listen to None Taken. I'm just saying that musical theater people are the real creeps. This would have never happened at Beetlejuice, the dramatic play, you know? <laughs> right? I don't know. I think she was uh, going to do that. I don't know. I think, I think she wouldn't have gone. She wouldn't have gone if it wasn't a musical. That's uh, what I'm saying. Musical theater brings in the weirdos, like all this shit. Yeah. Everything's got to be a fucking song these days. How many series have been ruined by like the fifth season where they're like, you know what? Everybody's like in musical theater. Let's turn this. Let's do an episode where they all sing. It's like Jesus Christ. I hate that. Yeah. Tim yeah. Dillon had a hilarious rant about Bovary. <laughs> was it when he's saying, "I'm just kidding. I'm not gay." Like no, his whole was, thing over the weekend was fucking weird, man. No, he, it was he weird. had a weird. Are you were you completely I'm, I'm aware of on that? Yeah, okay. I saw it. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, he was just like, of course, she's a fucking hick. What do you expect her to do in a place like that? <laughs> her husband's a sex offender. <laughs> yeah, like, she's not like a classy person. Like, no. I don't know what the fuck you thought you were getting. Yeah, here, but... yeah, exactly. Now, I'm glad we got that out of our system now. I'm sure yeah. there won't be any more about that in the show. Oh, that won't come up. Anymore. No. I'm sure. Um, hey, we got to address the fact that at no point in today's show are we going to talk about Azerbaijan and Armenia. I don't have any mm. wacky sounds or serious sounds to talk about on that. Um, and sadly, I think there's going to be a lot more to talk about it for our headline show. I think it fits there anyways. Um, yeah. We like to be timely and current. Uh, that said, uh, what's going on there is, man, they're playing with fire. That is World War Three. <clears throat> oh god okay pretty scary yeah hopefully canada and india don't start oh World geez yeah. well that? I, I mean they talked about it at the g20 so it's yeah. not like he didn't bring it up to him also mm-hmm. um you know don't be killing sikhs yeah the fuck man these are the good guys i mean a li- i mean I, everybody's an individual but like in general right like they're that's like their whole thing is like they're be the good guy that's why they have their knives yeah. right Right. This is a fucking show open, dog. Um, <laughs> I uh, I have a clip for you. I have a dumb conspiracy. I could have put this in um, like wackadoo of the week, but I I have an idea of how I want the first half to end, and we're just going to okay. kind of skip the wackadoo of the week. So let's just put it right up here at the front. Uh, right. Does it make you feel better when I play this? I'm not going to play the second part. It's too early to say the R word. I have to hide that deep, deep in the show. Uh, it's a deep cut. Yeah, we do all our uh, racial slurs and <laughs> derogatory language towards the handicap. We do all of that like closer to the second half and then later, <laughs> later in the show. Um, okay, so speaking of the handicapped, this mm. is a clip about um, people not understanding. Uh, how like <laughs> lyrics can be written about something 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and then also mean both the same thing now and not be prescient because it's the same problem now. Or mm, also okay. maybe there's a different thing it could apply exactly to 20, 25 years later. So um, this, this is one of those annoying videos where this lady probably has a million. Um, yeah. It has like oh, a million she, views uh-huh. all because she took another person's video and said, here's a conspiracy. What do you think? <laughs> and I just saw this video and I'm so curious to know what everyone thinks now. So watch this clip that I'm going to attach and then let me know in the comments your thoughts after you watch it. Has anyone ever actually listened to the lyrics of the song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, which was, keep in mind, written almost 25 written. years ago? Little girl from Sweden, dream of 
time. Stop it there. So psychic spies from China try to steal your elation. Exactly like right now, Alan, because there's Chinese spies and they're stealing our elation. Clearly. They totally are. Like, if, like, just like, let's start with the first one and knock it right off the table. If you think that the Red Hot Chili Peppers invented Chinese spies, I've got 6,000 years on you that I might need to inform you on. God. And I just picked 6,000 out of my ass. We can go back further. Yeah, sure. Pretty, All right. Yeah, and and so Swedish teens have dreams of silver screen. That means blonde girls want to be movie stars. It's a song about California. Yes, yes, Greta exists. But, like, you're calling her a movie star. There's a thing right. called the silver screen. Okay, all right, all right. Um, the next line is the edge of the world and all of Western civilization. Nothing changed. It's on the West Coast. It's on the edge of the world and all of Western civilization. The, See, it's a, it's a conspiracy. What the Red Hot Chili Peppers predicted was the sun rose in the east and sets in the west. Wow. Uh, a bunch of, the next few things are going to be uh, like plastic surgery and stuff like that. So they're they're showing like underwater footage and saying that like yeah you know all our war and everything is all fake now it's like do, do I do you think the moon landing theory came out like last year it just you know what this is a whole layer of bullshit so that one lady gets to be famous by putting herself at the beginning of it but the whole video listeners that you can't see is all of the um, conspiracy stuff is on the top half with a lady on the bottom half not saying shit. And no, just, like, just turning a, her head side to side. Just God, like a quizzical look on her God, face. We need to do dumb shit and be famous. Like, <laughs> like I, I hate, like, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it that way. Famous, I don't want it. I probably don't want to be famous, right? People are going to yeah, find out no. all my little things I'm into. I mean, <laughs> same reason I don't run for any office. They're going to be like, oh, we found your internet history, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, but, uh, then it's like uh, Bill Gates shit. And okay, I don't have to, right? Like, can I? That's, no, I okay, think we've right, done enough. Right, this is a heavy intro. That's a good wackadoo. Uh, oh, yeah, thanks. Here. That's fucking retarded. Thrash, thrash, <laughs> oh, dude. Save it wait, for the second dude, half. I, I, I'm sorry about that. I broke we were a prime it. directive. Uh, prime directive is always be funny, but uh, secondary directive <laughs> is try not to say the R word too early in the show. Speaking of the R word, red hot chili peppers. So those were some of the lyrics to that song. Like, I mean, obviously that person has problems with remembering the lyrics to that song. Let me play this for you. Let me know if you remember all these lines from this red hot chili peppers song. Same song. Oh, this is a different song. Come no, to a with the peppermint bait, the chalupas <laughs> in the fridge already. Fuck a doorknob, California, buttermilk pancakes in my eyes. Stepped on a toe, broken out with hoco. Now it's time to reiterate California. I got a thumbtack on my nutsack, pies 3.1415. Hey, oh, I don't know what I say, no. Y'all let me in this damn house. <laughs> Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. I no offense taken, but Aaron. Well, it sounds like none taken. 
The Internet's only debate and current events show with your hosts, Dustin and Alan, two political nomads from two different worlds. Shout out to Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band for the use of their song, Ways and Means, for intro music. Thank you for joining us. The time of this recording, it is uh, Tuesday, September 19, 2023. It's a great day for America, Alan. We are two coastal elites coming to you from the shores of the mighty Cumberland in Madison, Tennessee, all the way to the Pacific waters of El Cerrito, California. Here to recap another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Please subscribe right now, wherever you listen to this. Right now, whatever app you're on. Also, it probably lets you leave a review. If you can leave a review on that app, please do so. It's the uh, best way within the little matrix to help people find out about this, but the real life or whatever this facsimile of real life is, <laughs> best way to help the show grow is to uh, tell your friends about us. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Who are you? I'm None Taken Podcast. That's my Batman voice. Head on over to Slickets Digital to help the guys that help us. Now's a good time for it, Alan. Hell yeah. And you can go over to, uh, what do we do? We got fungiblenuntakens.com. We've got edipalarrangements.com. It's spelled funny, but it's spelled, arrangements is spelled right. But it's not edible arrangements. It's not the no. bouquet candy Close. yeah, fruit site. Um, I don't know. Do I say more things? I think it's your. Can I just hand it to you? Can you? Yeah. All right. Hi. We, we try to make it like a speakeasy, like difficult to, to find. Merch, <laughs> yeah. you know? it's like, oh, yeah. Gotta... The point of those links is you can buy merch for the show. Yeah. God damn it's it. Like, a, like the shirt I'm the wearing. Secret... God save the queens. If you yeah. hate Bill Lee. You like... know the secret door knock to get in. Yes. You know, the edible arrangements. That's the thing. At, at a pole arrangements. At a pole arrangements. It's spelled with an yes. O. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Hope you all had a fantastic week. Uh, I did not get up to a whole hell of a lot, man. I worked this weekend. Yeah, you were I talking about to... going into work at like 2 a.m. Yeah, I had to drive to Redwood City. That seems like... far. Is that Marin? No, it's South San Francisco. It's oh, right. Francisco. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. the airport. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the nice thing, the only thing nice about driving at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday is there's no traffic. I got there <laughs> record time, man. Uh, it, that's almost more annoying, right? You're like... It should always be this fast. God damn it. Right. Yeah, I used to work in Rancho Cucamonga. That's uh-huh. fun to say. Rancho Cucamonga. Cucamonga. You got to say it like Jay Peterman from Seinfeld. Cucamonga. <laughs> so I used to live in Rancho Cucamonga and work in Burbank. And uh, it would take me an hour and a half to get there because of L.A. traffic. And then I'd right. get off at 10 p.m. and I'd get home in 45 minutes. And that would make me mad. Like, I'd be <laughs> like, God damn it. Yeah, I was, dude, I got there in like 45 minutes. Uh, pretty sweet. You can't even get to San Francisco in 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I didn't do much other than that. I, I watched some football. Dude, my fantasy football team got destroyed. I was playing my brother this week and I scored like 140 points and he still kicked my ass. Damn it. So, God damn it, Chris. Yeah, I meant to make a note of you telling us your fantasy football recap. So I'm glad you got that in there. Absolutely. Uh, that's about it, man. Yeah. What'd you get up to? Not a whole lot. Um, yeah. We did Friday night, we went down to D's. Because Josh Headley was playing, and we tried to go. D's, they sell nuts there. They do. They're, nice. they're smart, uh, clever. Um, yeah, Josh Headley was playing, so we like to go whenever he's playing. And mm-hmm. uh, people were playing fucking darts during okay. a concert. Like, oh, I get that it's weird. a bar and it has a dartboard, but like, people are paying cover to watch music. 
And right. like you're taking up probably like 15 square foot of space. Like you can fit like six or seven bodies in there. And like you're just blocking everything. And people aren't noticing. They're like going up and standing. And luckily they're not getting darts in the temple. Like <laughs> oh, it was annoying. It was just like nobody, nobody <laughs> ever does that. It's just these fucking out of towners or something. This guy had a Red Wing shirt on. I'm like, you're on vacation. It's cool. We'll be nice. You'd think the bar wouldn't allow it. I know, but yeah. Also, like, I kind of like that they let them. But it's like, all right, mm. all right, you're not going to keep doing this. Like, it kept being inconvenient to them. Oh, and then once the people stopped playing darts, me and Natasha went and stood up at that area, and then some other couple went to try to play darts, and they kept like trying to back it because you know there's a line on the floor, yep. they, and we were close to that line, and they kept trying to like back up to us, and then finally <laughs> they got. We're like, we're not moving. Like. Like, I'm ignoring you because I'm watching the show. I'm not being passive-aggressive. You're retard. You're stupid. I'm not talking to you. Um, Oof, you're mentally... Almost got uh, another R-word yeah. early right. in the show. All right, all right, all right. Um, I don't know. I think oh, I had man. one other thing. Rain, college football. Oh, when we were taking out the... So, Natasha. Sometimes I like... I asked Natasha to recap what the weekend was for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got this down here. Her version of what we did this weekend. <laughs> uh, something like that. Uh, we were taking the trash out. And uh, she came out with me for some reason. I don't know why. And I, uh, I put the trash bag in the trash can. And then I was going to take the can out to the curb because it's that day. Trash and Natasha can. walks over to the side of the house where like our fence is. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to pick up a, a, a big bag of shit from, from the yard, you know. And I'm like, like oh, well, you could have had me pick that up. And she's like, well, I filled it. <laughs> you thought the same thing too, huh? <laughs> I laughed so hard when she said that. <laughs> I think she meant it was dog shit, but I don't know. She never clarified. Yeah, I doubt she shit. I was like, we have an inside bathroom. We have two of them. That was like the big thing when we got our house. We were like, we can poop in separate rooms at the same time, (laughs) like in a toilet. Anyone could do that if you have more. How would you still could technically do that as long as you have more two rooms? rooms. Yeah, sorry, studio (laughs) apartments. Uh, uh, Speaking of Mexican food, let's do this uh, first comedy clip. Uh, I'm going to shuffle things up a little bit just because it made that work. Oh, Natasha just sent me a text of a facepalm. I think. (laughs) Love you. She said, "Uh huh." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I shuffled up with comedy clips because I uh, wanted it to be a segue from a big bag of shit. So this is Taco Bell related. Uh, thanks, T-Bone, for sending this one in. I'm Latino, and I know my food is better than yours. And I know it's better because you like ours. <laughs> we don't like yours. <laughs> it's always like, I want Chipotle. Chipotle is my life. I've never heard anybody go, yo quiero Cracker Barrel. Ahora. Cracker Barrel es mi vida. (laughs) Taco Tuesday was invented by you. You guys are like, I think we're doing this a little too much. Let's make a day for it. Let's get organized here. White people love Taco Tuesday. They call each other, yo, put on a sombrero. (laughs) It's Taco Tuesday. I grew up in Miami. All my friends are Latino. None of them have ever called me and gone, oh yeah, Marcelo. Put on your American Eagle t-shirt. Because tonight... Is meatloaf martes. <laughs> meatloaf martes. We need to like meatloaf martes a thing. <laughs> meatloaf martes. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, this martes. is uh, timely. Miércoles, jueves, uh, viernes, sábado, domingo, the days of the week. Remember that? 
I do. This is so timely because Mexican Independence Day was the last Friday. So I, I did. It, I did it on purpose. You planned it. Just uh-huh. like we planned that. Shit. Just like we planned. Thanks, T Bone. Uh, okay. Uh, I when T Bone sent me this, I said, "Man, you have outdone yourself." Uh, some mm-hmm. listeners might not get this. Um, Alan, if I say the Houston Astros are cheaters, can you in like ten seconds? Yeah, they stole signs in the World Series. Banging on a trash can in the dugout. Yes. Okay. And they won the World Series, and then and everyone won. was mad about it because they got caught, and then COVID came, and everyone forgot. Yeah, we all forgot. Yep. All right. And you may not want to hear this, but every time I drive by that stadium downtown, I'm like, what a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> you liars, you scam artists, you cheaters. Yeah. Yeah. About the Astros, I'm talking about Joel Osteen's church. Oh! <laughs> uh, did not that's see that. Coming. How you there get on is. the show? Great job, T-Bone. And uh, okay, okay, it feels a little weird to not start off with thrash, just because I am a creature of habit. So let's get into yeah. our thrash clip. Thrash sent me like a million clips from this comic, um, and this is just the one that I saved. Uh, I think that I've seen a clip of this share, but uh, or like you know get sent around. But I think the whole joke is worth it. So this is uh, Trey Crowder. I was all fired up about that Jason Aldean song. Try that in a small town. But I'm from a very, very, very small town, so I was interested in this story. One of the first lyrics of this song is like, hey, try uh, carjacking an old lady at a red light, right? And I was like, a red light? This Times Square. <laughs> Legend has it they tried to install some red lights on the square in my hometown in the 80s, but that didn't take. Because, I kid you not, people kept shooting them out in the middle of the night. Now, I was like, Jason Aldean don't know what he's singing about, right? He's from, uh, he's from Macon, Georgia. Have y'all heard of Macon, Georgia? Yeah, that means it's not a small town. <laughs> the fact that you've heard of it, right? I looked it up, they got a goddamn target. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, might as well be Paris, dude. <laughs> when I first saw the song, Try That in a Small Town, I thought it was going to be different. I thought it was going to be something like, you know, find a good pizza, p- piece of pizza. Try that in a small town. It's <laughs> Hunt's Pizza out here, Hunt's. <laughs> Be a gay teenager. Try that. <laughs> That's what I thought it was going to be, you know. So I was kind of surprised. It bothers me because, like, the whole song is about they're all they're getting fired up about things that are never going to happen. Like they're 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 worried about like like kind of like big city Antifa coming there to fuck shit up. It's like they 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 ain't coming here. <laughs> go to Somalia, man. They got better coffee there. Like, like imagine Antifa having a meeting and they're like, yeah, we know all the media's eyes are on Portland and LA and the big cities and everything, but where we can really make the most impact with our message is Bucksnort, Tennessee. That's where we need to focus our efforts at. Buck snort. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. 
It pisses me off too because there's plenty of things that are being done in small towns that they could be mad about, that they could be singing about, you know what I mean? Like singing about them fucking shipping all the jobs away, shutting the hospital down, making you a staging ground for heroin and pill farm. Like singing about that shit. You know, the villain of those songs would be Black Lives Matter protesters. It'd be rich white people and politicians. So, you know, what's funny is they did make a song about that, and the GOP thought it was for them. The Richmond and Richmond, yeah. Rich Man and Richmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was long, but it was worth it. That was long, but Dude, I think it was worth it as well. All of his clips are like three minutes long. He sent me like seven of them or something, and every one of them was good. That was just my favorite. Uh, okay, let's keep this rolling. I've got... Dude, Beth Stelling dropped a, a special. Um, I don't, I'll don't. i see where it's at. I think it's, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Beth Stelling, uh, S-T-E-L-L-I-N-G. Um, if you're not familiar with Beth Stelling, you should be. Um, I was not prepared for how much funnier this special was than the last time I saw her. So, oh, here we go. I'll check it out. I told a story about my mom being a bit inept with her phone on national public radio for a live audience. She loved it. But afterwards, I had a group of very angry 65-year-old women. I think they're called a gaggle. (laughs) And they came up to me, and they're like... <laughs> like an angry mob with torches, except the torches were just the flashlights they didn't know were on on their phone. <laughs> and they said, You're ageist. And I said, Whoa, you know that wasn't a TED talk, right? <laughs> I didn't say if you're over 65, kill yourself. It was a joke, you know? They said, Well, we have iPhones, we're in our 60s, and we know how to use them. And I said, Cool, cool, prove it. So. <laughs> I had them enter my information into their cell phones. I had them shoot me a little text message. I put us into a group text. And every Wednesday since, I've just shot off a new pic. I feel like, if you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk, ladies. And we'll know that you know how to use your phone when you learn how to block my number. I think that's that's fair. I I love it. I still need a fucking sound for the end of comedy bits. Thanks, Ben. Ben Wonders sent that in. Ben Wonders of Hunk Fandom. Uh, I like that we overlap. Uh, Oh, this is uh, Dana Gould and me sent this in. Me as in my, me, I'm, I'm me. Uh, (laughs) I don't remember this about, but it's Dana Gould. We're at that point in their lives where nothing that happens to anybody, his parents, anywhere can compare to how hard they have it every day after golf. And their paid-for house on a tree-lined street. ISIS! (laughs) You should have been here when your father worked for the phone company. (laughs) Mom, Dad, you should probably know. I I think we're going to get divorced. Well, the bad news is certainly going around. Your sister's cocker spaniel had a miscarriage in the minivan. (laughs) My folks were at that point in their lives. <laughs> non sequitur. Cocker Spaniel makes it so funny. Uh, wow. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into our oh, segment. Um, this is audio only, but Keith sent this in and I told him, I said, God damn it. If you're going to send me any video with a Vishla in it, I'm probably going to put it on the show. So let me indulge myself. Alan, it's my show. 
<laughs> the Tuesday show is my show. It's our show. The whole show is our show. But you know, the it's Tuesday show is my show. Uh, so if you send me videos with Vishlas in them, I'm probably going to play them on the show. So I should probably explain what's going on here. Alan, it's a news. It's like the, a Today Show, like a local Today Show. Okay. And I think he's doing a remote shot, but the Zoom camera, the person's not there, and the dog's framed up instead, like, looking at Got it. Got it. Okay. But it's a Vishla dog. If you're not familiar with a Vishla, look at my Instagram page. It's just <laughs> my dog. Or go to Petra underscore Doraleus uh, on Instagram. I'm sure you know how to spell Doraleus. D-O-R-Y. Anyways. Um, so, do you know what sticky lips are? I can infer. I don't think I've heard the term before. Uh, big old floopers with big old floopy ears and droopy lips. Yeah, yeah. yeah they get those lips. They, they, they do the Jim Carrey. He says, let me tell you something. Like that, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, but it's funnier on a dog. Even funnier than Jim Carrey on In Living Color. Even funnier. So uh, this newscaster bar. is going to lose his shit. And Here. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> He's just staring at the dog. <laughs> the dog just has an open mouth grin on it. <laughs> And he's moving. It's not. It looks like a still. He's just staring at the camera. <laughs> I love how he's just lost it. He's Complete just... lack of control. Uh, yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, thanks, Ben. No, who sent that? Keith sent that in. Uh, okay, uh, this is a little bit more traditional because we like to get our uh, let's let's get all our childish laughter out of the way early oh, yes. in the show, Alan. You know, all our serious stuff comes at the towards the end of the first half, and the whole second half will be serious about this. But uh, you know, let's, let's just get it out of the system. Um, the Colorado football coach Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, has been using a phrase all off season to let people know that the Buffalo Colorado Buffaloes are coming. Like they're going to be mm. a part of college football now. So he's yeah. just been saying we coming. they got it on shirts and stuff. It's not, I know I primed you with the common, but Hey, prime, mm. that's funny. Um, but people have really struggled with saying that the Buffaloes have arrived without saying they came or something like that. <laughs> Here's the latest offering of that. And I just recorded this off the TV. So this is Lee. This is a legendary coach and our broadcaster, Lee Corso, who should have retired probably 15 years ago, and he's just sticking around as an old man, and he goes on TV every Saturday and does a full, like, five-hour pregame show, and it's embarrassing, but <laughs> national treasure, Lee Corso. Deion Sanders kept telling everybody, we're coming, we're coming. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like to me, Colorado has come. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> Everybody on the set is like losing their mind laughing because they get it. Corso <laughs> doesn't get it. Um, uh, Kirk Herbstreit. Like he's been drinking. Uh, he's old, Alan. Yeah, okay. Got uh, 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 Herbstreit is like, hey, you mean this instead. Right here, hold on. <laughs> first segment. He goes, come on, man. First segment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're professional yeah, broadcasters. We're professionals. Yeah, exactly. We have an LLC. I got yeah, and we're almost 300 episodes in. See, I got a thing here. It says, um, "None take." This was delivered to None Taken Political Nomad Collective LLC. That's pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah, that's really cool. I should open these. It's cool as fuck. Got a couple of. Uh, they seem to be important letters, but <laughs> I don't like opening the mail. It's usually a bill. I already paid yeah. for this. Oh, we need to talk about that, by the way. Oh, okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Do you think we can like split it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'll be done with football in a second. Let me just play this one. This is uh, the Iowa. This is for you, Brido. 
And uh, any of you Hawkeyes out there, uh, let us know, by the way. I like talking about Iowa. So if I could, if I know I can talk about Iowa football with you, I will. Uh, so Iowa football, uh, Iowa quarterback Cade McNamara said this in the uh, postgame press conference. You know, really everyone just being on the same page because we know these guys are going to come. Uh, <laughs> A lot. I mean, there's... <laughs> he starts laughing. He caught himself. That was, that was... <laughs> Look at the size but, of that laugh. Look uh... at that smile. Look at the size of that smile. <laughs> we know these guys are going to come a lot. A lot. That's just that's just come. That's all it is. How many even let the Holy Ghost come in you? Do not all right. come. All right. Um, okay. This isn't football. This is fantasy football related. Uh, so you know how? Uh, do you guys have like weird punishments for if you lose your game? No, no, it's just money at the end of the year. There's people like that, though. Isn't that weird? Oh, uh, yes, there are. Yeah. There are, yeah. Punishment. My fantasy punishment? Yeah. Probably being put in, like, a full-body leather suit and just have someone sure. go to town on what? me from behind. You know, like, a thick wooden paddle. Just... I, I didn't... Because, like, I have a high pain tolerance, so you really, really hit me, and I, and I would enjoy it. And I, I mean, if you I get my feet in the mix, then it's a total... Fan- fantasy football. Fa- fantasy football punishment? <laughs> what is that? Dumb. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip this clip, but I just I want listeners to know that Regis and Larry King were a huge part of our lives for a long time. And okay. there's a pretty funny clip of them interacting with each other, talking about like women throwing themselves at them. But I feel like we also would have to explain who the fuck both of those people are to like half the audience. <laughs> I love Regis. I would watch the uh, the Regis and Kelly show and get yeah. mad when like what what's her boyfriend? Regis, M- Mr. Kathy Lee, not Kathy, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rippa would come on. I was not a fan of that. Okay. Anyway. No. No. And I didn't watch it when Strahan took over. It was funny because Old Man Regis was hilarious. Yeah. All right. It had a good uh, chemistry. You know what? I didn't mean to do this, but this is actually really related to almost everything we've played so far in the show. <laughs> uh, let me play the last three seconds of this Downey commercial that oh. plays every weekend a lot. This one looks brand new. Saves me money. I'm starting to like Downey. Downey saves loads. <laughs> <laughs> What's it do with it? Does it save it? Like, I have a lot of questions. So, like, does it save it after they're made, or does it like re- preserve them? And tr- like, are, is there yeah. a refrigerator involved? Like, are people I, losing loads that it's, it's saving? I, oh, I, I hadn't. Like, people are being careless with their loads, and he's like, like what? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> Give that Downey a cape. There was a commercial for Dawn. um, It only airs on like um, Animal Planet. And it's about um, there's a a, like a Swiffer that's especially good at picking up dust and hair. But my name is Dustin Hare. Oh, that's how you pronounce my name. (laughs) Every time I'm like, what? Damn it. What? Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, uh, you want to hear a hot take on country music? Or do you want to hear a sure. preacher? Let's play a p- preacher. Thrash sent this preacher clip in. We haven't played a preacher clip in a while. This island kind of could have been added to the comedy clips at the beginning. I'm 83 years old. Uh, I was, I was uh, in the McDonald's drive-thru this morning. The young lady behind me leaned on her horn and, and, and started mouthing some ugly things because I was taking too long to place my order. So when I got to the first window, I paid for her order along with with my own. The cashier must have told her what I had done because as we moved up, she leaned out her window and, and, and waved to me. 
uh, as she began mouthing, thank you, thank you, probably feeling embarrassed that I had repaid her rudeness with kindness. When I got to the second window, I showed the server both receipts, <laughs> and I took her food, too. Yeah, he took too long. He took too long. You see it coming, but it's still good. Yeah, you see it coming for sure. Oh, hey, you see it coming. We forgot to press that button earlier for all the other clips. Uh, all right, uh, hot take on country music, which I agree with. I wonder what you think. One of the reasons country music sounds better before 9-11 is the singers weren't trying to perform with a boot in their mouth. The American <laughs> One of the reasons We'll put our boot in your mouth. It's the American way. I realize nobody understood that out of context. That's my Toby Keith lyrics. Um, Toby Keith was big back then. Oh, my goodness. He had an album named after the invasion of Iraq. Yeah. All right. Uh, 80s ad council. Brennan, it's not a real clip. I'm not playing. My asshole brothers. This clip was like, man, those uh, ad council. This clip is too long. Uh, he sent me some clip about how the ads, like being nice to handicapped people uh, in the 80s, were out of control. I, I mean, it does kind of fit what we've said already. Okay, I don't think this is real. Okay. Why are you hanging out with him? He can't even walk. Yeah? Well, I can. And I'm walking away from you. Actually, let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> Making fun of someone with a disability is retarded. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that was real. Okay. That's definitely a skit. That it was not, okay, I thought so too. Yeah, it was like was the not. whitest kids. That's like the white kids. I white think. kids in a hall or something no. like that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Okay, this one's really good, and I think you're going to laugh. Remember a couple episodes where we started the show and you were all like fucking bazoinked out of your goiter? Yeah. Okay. Question, gentlemen, what is the this one? This is a uh, match game. This is a clip from match game, um, at, or like maybe it's the newlywed game where you try to match the the your partner. They give oh, you, right. you both get asked the same questions, and your partner, if you and your partner come up with the same answers, you get points, right? Right. Right. Everybody knows that. Thing the people on the other side one of your thing. street have more of than you do. The cars. Cars. Your wife said they have more. More grass than you do. Grass? I wouldn't bet on that. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him. Next question. I I love it, man. That was fucking bold in the 70s on TV to say that. It was. He looks like a guy who's got plenty of grass. Yeah, yeah. He's got (laughs) that look. Not enough cars, though. Got more cars. cars. Oh, button. Oh, um, this says Jones yelling thrash. Oh, I think this is going to be Alex, Alex Jones. <laughs> Support court martialing people for their religious views. Answer the question. Answer the question. No. I yeah. Would you stop screaming? Answer the question. <laughs> answer it. The no. The answer is no. And here's the thing. I, I, yeah, I'm just. Do you- <laughs> <That's> just- <laughs> oh, fucking maniac, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, gets a lot of views. Uh, oh, hey, uh, I was listening to a recent episode of The Hacker and the Fed, and I heard mm-hmm. them say this. wonder who they're talking and about. So it's, uh, we're trying to make this as best as possible. You know, we have some plans for October. Hmm. Um, so, yes, I'm, I'm excited about having some things come out. So oh. that'll be good. But yeah, go. I like that, it. Right. <laughs> uh, you know who that other guy was talking in that clip, Alan? Hector. Second. <laughs> Sabu. 
<laughs> Sabu. <laughs> Boo. I'll put it in the soundboard just for when they're I like out. it. Yeah. I like it. Um, and... Oh, so this is a news story from the hacker and the Fed. They were talking about um, data privacy and cars. So, like, mm-hmm. when you buy a TV these days, TVs are so cheap, they'll sell them at a loss or close to, and they make profits off selling your data. That, And then you just go and turn all those settings off. And they, yeah. <laughs> But uh, something tells me they still get that information somehow. Um, So apparently, apparently car dealers, cars are car manufacturers are doing the same thing, but they're not dropping the price of cars because of it. If anything, they're going up. True. Right. Okay. Uh, But listen to this. This is a story about the the lack of security on it. Nissan went to go. Nissan Nissan. goes on to reserve the rights to share and sell quote uh, preferences, characteristics, psychological trends. Uh, predispositions, behaviors, attitudes, intelligence, ability, and aptitudes. I really don't know how my car is collecting that, but I'm not going to buy a Nissan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that? Okay, what? Did you watch the AI dilemma? That, no. What are you talking about? Oh. Uh, with Tristan Harris. Oh, you sent me that. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Oh, dude, some of the shit that we don't even understand uh, how. Machine how learning works? Our, well, no, how at risk our privacy is currently and the places that technologies can go now and the information that can be recorded about you that you have no idea is happening. Right. Uh, right. We find out doing. about these things after there's a scandal, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty wild. I wouldn't buy a Nissan either, but I think most car manufacturers are doing similar things. I don't remember. But they were saying specifically to... Nissan has like really. Uh, yeah. Their yeah. TOS is yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, I, I got a hot take. Tell, do tell. You might not expect me to say this, but I'm all for this. Oh, why? Why? What car does Nissan make? Oh, I see where you're going. The Altima. Yep. The anything. Of anything. To just, everywhere. Yep. Anything to just save uh, to gather as much data as we can on these fucking Altima drivers and get to the bottom <laughs> of this. I don't understand it. That car is a fucking magnet for bad drivers. Like I can't understand it. Like like you yes. like. Not every Ultima I see is a bad driver, but almost every bad driver I see is an Ultima. It must have something to do with the price point and the functionality. Uh, I don't know. Right. Like it tempts you to think that it's a real sports car or it's just sporty right. enough for people that have only had Tercels or something before that. Right, the car right, they haven't right. made in 15 years, the Tercel. That's the Yaris now. I could have said Yaris and been hip and cool. Uh, driving home today. Yaris, hip and cool. No one <laughs> driving home today that. on our little one-lane road to get to the house. I had to pull over to the side for a fire truck to get through. And then they turned left at the next little bend. And uh, uh, I looked right down the street, and an Altima ran into a Toyota. I was just like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling Natasha, and she's like, on my way to yoga this morning, this uh, Altima like, sped up and then slowed down. And I decided to go around it, and it stopped at a green light. And like I looked behind. He was like three lights behind me. He was fucking, I don't get it, man. Ultima drivers, let us know why you're the good ones. Yeah. Please. What's going on? Like, yeah. What's yeah. going on out there in Ultima? All, right. All right. Or send your theories into our Instagram. <laughs> DMs open. Um, what do I got? You know, I have to play this because everybody sent me this. Only people I wrote down the names finally were the last two. And I realized, you know what? You guys are right. So when I first saw this coming in, I was like, 
I've seen this. This is old. I've loved it when I first saw it, but I, it's old. And then mm-hmm. a million other people sent it in. I was like, okay, all, all right. I get it. It does fit the show. It's Jeopardy. It's Alex Trebek. I, these are two things. We've done a whole special on Alex Trebek when he passed away. Um, yeah. And so here, I'll give you this outtake from a Jeopardy commercial. Watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. There's a daily cash prize of $1,000 and fuck. No shit. <laughs> Call now and play phone jerk. This she is, drank the pool. Now you'd be like, it's AI, right? Like, this right, is, no, definitely. this is old. This is legit. This is real. Poison that Captain Hook intended for Peter Pan. Tinkerbell! <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> So keep watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of clips in there. I think we need an Alex Trebek board. Oh, we do. I'm really glad this happened. Uh, thank and you. You got to add the Sean Connery versions too. I, we should. We should. Cause we say it enough. Cause we say rough, like your mother likes it and all that <laughs> yes. stuff. Yeah, we do. Okay. All right. Uh, this is, this is what happens if you listen to the audience, right? Absolutely. Um, Good things happen. I, oh, I've been, I've been reading that book about the, it's called the empires of the step. And they talk about just all of the nomad. So like a lot of people, like if you know your history at all, you're familiar with the steppe people of Eurasia. But I don't know if everybody realizes that you can like there's dynasties that like came and went and it was like one warring nation had this area and then there's this area. Sometimes there was all united and just like the like if you did that map where it's like the color changing as different um dynasties take over in on different parts mm-hmm. of the globe it just zoomed in on that area it's, it would just be a fascinating bubble show to watch and, oh yeah um like a lava lamp yes yeah you did get what i meant i don't think that that's yeah. a thing i just was like you know that thing that doesn't exist but no, like oh that's yeah a thing. okay yeah. uh like a time lapse right yeah. okay um so this is so this was kind of a, so that's the book that i've been reading um uh, this audio from it is a fun little like well if it weren't for this then this wouldn't have happened. You know the old uh, 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 Black, what's his name? Comedian? Uh, Lewis Black. Eddie Murphy. You know the old... Wow, Alan. <laughs> Lewis what? Black. What the oh. fuck, racist? <laughs> you st- Here, hey, get ready to learn something. All right, Lewis Black had a thing where it was. Um, if it weren't for my horse, I wouldn't have spent that year in college. Oh yeah, there. yeah, right. okay. I remember that. Probably true that Vladimir was convinced to embrace Orthodox Christianity after holding a debate among the theologians of the leading monotheistic faiths. The final. All right, so this is how Russia. So Russia is a Orthodox Christian country, right? Correct. Um. Could have been Islamic. Oh, so this debate was held, and they settled on Russian on, on, on Christianity for a reason that will surprise you. Debate among the theologians of the leading monotheistic faiths. The final choice came down between Orthodoxy and Sunni Islam. The Byzantine missionary won over Vladimir by demonstrating God's omnipotence through icons and affirming that as Christians, the Rus could still drink vodka 
essential for surviving brutal Russian winters. I'm, I'm uh. telling you, I'm telling you what he just said in layman's terms is he showed images and said, you can drink alcohol. And they were like, well, Islam won't let me draw the prophet or <laughs> drink alcohol. I guess this is an easy choice. I guess we're going, I guess we're going Christianity. This makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Hey, don't they do a bunch of like, you know, sorry, you know how like you're not allowed to draw Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a weird thing that isn't Muhammad like the most common name in, on earth, or at least it was yes. for a long time. Okay. I believe it still is. Yeah. So that's a little presumptuous and seems like your, your motives are misaligned because you don't know your kid's not going to be a piece of shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I can't I mean, just draw a stick figure and write Muhammad underneath it. Like, like you, but like, you know, your kid grows up to be a fucking pedo or something. Like, oh, that's your solely Muhammad's good name. I, I would think that's worse than drawing him, right? What do, right. I, what do I know? I'm just a. There are some Christian sects that don't believe in sex, drawing. Christian sex, Alan. Sect. Sect. Oh, got it. That also don't believe in like drawing Jesus or Is that true? Yeah, there are. So you could say that, but you couldn't sell why uh, um, uh, Mormons are the new Jews. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. You know a lot, Alan. You keep that under your. I know a lot of random shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, All right. I thought that was pretty wild. By the way, did you know that uh, Donetsk, how about this for things you may not have known? Donetsk, Donetsk, D O N E T S K, right? In in Ukraine. Rostov on Don, that city on the yeah. western edge of Russia, Don yeah. Don River, Donetsk, Rostov on Don. That's the Don River there. Oh, yeah. Oh, this, that, the Don River now. comes up a lot when you read a history of the steppe people. <laughs> I imagine so. All right, all right. Uh, well, we got to nerd out for a minute. Thank you, uh, listeners. I hope you like that. Let us know. Let oh, us know. Yeah. DMs. Uh, let's get on to. Isn't that something? Uh, I was listening to the New York Times a couple. I think it was yesterday morning, and they were talking about that uh, drug that people are taking for weight loss called Ozempic, the mm-hmm. shot for diabetes. It's a weekly shot for diabetics that has off-label um, minimal weight loss effects with minimal side effects that are known yes. so far. Although you know the long-term studies for that purpose haven't been monitored. However. In the people they did monitor, they didn't see any reason bad for you to do off label. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Not off label. Whatever. You know, the doctor, it's unintended purpose, but it can still be prescribed for. Yeah. Well, I mean, the FDA didn't approve it for that use. But, but it can be, they're not can. saying you can't do it for right. that. Right. Right. I don't understand how that works. Can you just do it until they say, don't do it for that? Or do they have I, like a sub meeting and they say, sure, you can do it? I think the doctors can just do it, I right. think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, can't let the state get in there. Yeah, that happened to me for a second. Um, the, I just thought this was interesting. They were kind of talking about unknowns, and it's the New York Times, so it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be. They're just, they're so, they're so weird as humans, you know. That's. But like, how do people die? Uh, where's the other one? I didn't save it. Damn. Oh no. What did she say? Like, why should I care? Why should I care? Sabrina Tavernisi. Yeah, I get locked in on. Okay. The thing is, I know I have. Oh, anyways, what? The, what the actually ha- is inflation. <laughs> Okay. It's because they mimic this naturally occurring hormone that our bodies release after we have a meal. And what that means is that these medications make you feel fuller, faster, for longer. They slow down the emptying of the stomach. But what they also do is they target the brain. So the parts of your brain that are hungry, that regulate your appetite, these medications directly affect that. And do we know specifically how Ozempic does that? 
So we don't totally understand how it works. This is something that a lot of researchers are working to untangle. But this isn't all that unusual, right? We have plenty of medications that are pretty common, like antidepressants, that we don't totally understand oh just how they affect the brain in the ways that they do. Yeah, and Got there's and no researchers- controversies at all about SSRIs <laughs> or any of right. those things. And like, you know, it's just, I, it, it's probably just something I've heard and it's hearsay, but I'm sure there's no relation between mass shooters and certain medications. Although, of course, not. Cor- correlation is not causation. Obviously, right. somebody that's going to do a mass shooting might be taking some, um, you know, antidepressants. Isn't that something? Well, I killed Isn't the joke. Something? Killed the joke. Sorry. You can almost hear her smile when she when it's he asks weird. that question. She goes to respond. Yeah, she's like, "Well, we don't really know." Actually, right. did you listen to this morning's one where they were talking about um, drones and like the horrors of the war in Ukraine? And she just starts the episode like, "Hi." <laughs> okay, let's start talking about this. You're like, Jesus Christ, man. Fucking read the room. To re- to- yeah, yeah, I heard it. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> Too bubbly, perhaps. Yes, very bubbly. But it is friendly. It's nice. You know, it's not her fault. You know, she's probably yeah. been told she needs to smile more. Okay. Uh, John Stewart here. The system works. You pay taxes to the government. The government pools that money and uses it to provide the people with essential goods and services that they need. In this country, we've got a different system for getting the things we need. Take health care. We pay taxes to the government and the government gives our money to a middleman for profit insurance companies or for profit health providers. And the insurance companies provide health coverage in exchange for maybe some more money from us. I want to pause that. The thing that like listeners that are too young to realize this or to remember it or to live through it, to remember it when Obamacare got passed, mm-hmm. the intention was to have a, insur- uh, a health insurance for everyone subsidized by your taxes right. rather than it coming out of your paycheck. We can have the, there was a whole national debate about doing that. And then in the end, they're like, we can't make all these insurance companies go out of business. That's what will happen if you do this. So they kept the insurance companies in the picture. And took the taxes, which is the worst of all the options. And then that's what he's describing. So it does suck that that's what he's shitting on, which at the time he was probably like, we need free health care. But th- this is how we do it when you get these idiots in and a deductible that covers not everything, certainly not your teeth or your skin or your eyes. It's a pretty good no system shit, right? if you own an insurance company. Companies like United Health and... That's a really good point. Like I, last time I checked, what's going on in my eyes and my teeth is part of my health. Yeah, it is very bizarre that your uh, health care doesn't cover. No, you don't understand. They went to different schools, Alan. Uh, Collect Uh, 70% of their health plan revenue. Optologists don't go to dental. Hold on. Dental school is different, but optologists are. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) From government programs. Humana, 90%. These health plan businesses would not exist without our tax money. And it's not just health care. It's pharma, oil and gas, higher education. Taxpayers subsidize these industries who then take their profits and we still pay so-called free market rates for their product. It's a classic double dip. Here's how the system works. Well, it, it, I, yeah, the reason ahead. that happens is because lobbyists. That's why. Yes. I mean, that's the the reason that our politics is so fucked up is all these all these politicians are in lobbyist pockets and they get a shit ton of money. They get kickbacks, all of that. They get these expensive trips. They get all this stuff to vote for things that are not in their get people's em. best interest. They're in the corporation's best interest. Get em. That's what I mean. It's, it's fucking yeah, bullshit. Right. But what is wild, though, is that like. At the end of the day, they took the worst version of everything and just fucked us back with it. Like the 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 if you take the lobbyists out of the picture, here's a reasonable response to this. Yes, 
all of those companies are going to go out of business. Guess what? Well, first of all, but uh, well, because it's guess what? The 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 government hasn't staffed these positions yet of their shitty version of having a healthcare bureaucracy. Right. They got to get they're, those people from somewhere. They're going to hire people with experience in that, right. and maybe they won't have to hire as many. And there will be some people to lose that job. But they, but like, but like, also, also. Like this is the same thing is going on with like people's fears of AI and people losing their job in that way. Like you take the skill, like I, I, I am talking about personal experience. My work experience is a fucking tapestry. Like it's mm, like yeah. phase upon phase upon phase and skills learned from the other ones that don't seemingly apply until you get to the third or fourth one. Yeah, and you've it's been just, everywhere, Jack. I, I have, but like, I, I really like that. Like I, I love the idea of, I mean, one, I, I am better in the job that I have now because of my time spent as a customer service manager, mm-hmm. because, because of the time I spent, I was spent as a training manager, right? Like right. All, all of those are skill sets that I learned that I like when I went on to the next position, I was like, well, that was fucking wasted four years. No, it wasn't like, like this, it's all, um, and then it compounds, right? Like mm-hmm. by the time you get to this later, like twenties your thirties, you know, they all start to compound upon each other. And now you have like these, these almost like super set skill sets, right? Yep. Yeah. And you, you'd be surprised at how well those skill sets transfer to all kinds of different jobs. Exactly. My yeah. service manager at my, at where I work right now has zero industry experience and he's the best manager I've had since I've gotten to this trade. Like, like he's, nice. he's, you know, he might need help figuring out what part does what thing, but I don't need to call him for that. We have a tech support department if I'm stuck, like, mm-hmm. and I have other techs that I can talk to, but I need someone to manage our department and not have our days be fucked. And he's good at it. Okay. I, nice. I, nice. I, I, <laughs> um, hey, I got to play this because uh, I think I want to bring this up when we talk to Hacker and the Fed. Plus, this has been a fucking thing. So this man. dad finds out his 11-year-old daughter was coerced into sending inappropriate oh, pictures of this. herself to a full-grown man. So he did what pretty much any dad would do in this situation, which is call the police. Well, after about six hours of waiting, midnight comes around and they finally show up and approach this guy's house all sketched out, almost as if they're looking for signs that he had been doing something illegal. At any rate, they knock on the door and surprise, surprise, when he opens it, this is what they had to say. I mean, she could probably get charged with child porn. Ooh, she can? Mm-hmm. She's 11 years old. She's creating it. Right? She's 11 years old. Doesn't matter. He's still making porn. No, she's not. She's being manipulated by a grown ass adult on the Is she taking pictures out? You guys have a nice seat. Okay. Thank you for coming. Are you serious? Have a nice seat. Yep, you heard yeah, that. We'll leave it there. We don't have to play the whole damn thing. The cops hit what him with the that. actual fuck? Cops hit him with that reverse card. Seriously. That's ridiculous. I I don't know. I'd lose my Is shit. Is it crazy that there was two female cops that, did, that said that? Was it, I thought it was at least one, one of one them? Female. You know what? I think they don't normally send yeah. two chicks out there together. You can't have two cats in the same car, right? <laughs> right? I think Am it I was. Right? I think it was one of each. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. Each? So first of wow, all, wow! Now there's <laughs> only two, Alan. Whoa! <laughs> oh, exactly, wow. sir. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> uh, um, did you hear when I pl- pressed the honk button when she talked about a gaggle of seniors? I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. uh, so first of all, they show up at midnight, six uh-huh. hours after they placed the call. And then it's okay. Accused, the pictures were already sent. It's not urgent. And then they accused the daughter of creating child pornography. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I get it. It's shit. it's anecdotal, right? Hopefully, right? <laughs> yeah, it still happened. 
Yeah, no shit, right? Um, hey, so something hilarious happened. This is a good palate cleanser. Something hilarious happened over the weekend that I think they told us was resolved, but I don't know if I believe them. So uh, they, uh, the Marines managed to fuck up another F-35. Now, now if, if you thought that being able to shoot your own wing was impressive... Now, if listeners don't know that, they, the, they, I, now I am an idiot. I do not have any first, believe it or not, I, I've never flown a jet before. So, but my understanding from reading the article from like Military Times was the Marines fired off. This is not the one from the weekend. This is from like two years ago. Fired the, the machine guns from the wings, which by the way, guess how many rounds it holds? How many? Like 300. Okay. That seems that's, like not enough, right? No, that's not that seems like the Democrats were like, "Hey, we can't have large magazines on these jets. <laughs> they're, they're too close to a school." So, so they fired off all the rounds, hit the afterburners, and flew into them. <laughs> <laughs> Marines, <laughs> so the, this, this time he uh, hit the autopilot, and the jet was on autopilot. Something wacky was happening, so he ejected. By the way, well, and then they couldn't find the plane because it was Still on autopilot. There. You know, something tells me that he might have been a little jumpy on the autopilot button. If, or excuse me, he might have been a little jumpy on the eject button if the plane flew and kept flying until. Right? Do you follow me? <laughs> Yeah, I think it would have been okay if he had stayed on board. Yeah, still go, yeah, out there. Right. yeah. They don't know where it is still. I think uh, they said there was a debris field, but that's like oh, okay. that's like saying you found a weather balloon. Hey guys, <laughs> so uh, weird question: Has anyone happened to see an F thirty five anywhere? Hey, hey, what? You lost one. I didn't lose it. I just can't find it right now. You know, you weren't this upset the last time I lost a nuclear weapon. Russia. I can only imagine how much shit you'd give me if I happened to lose one of my fifth gen aircraft. Yeah, it's a little bit easier to lose one when you have more than six. <laughs> I have ten airframes. People are like, they have so many of these, like next gen, whatever it is, and because people just read the like manifest that they've paid for in Russia, and right. they're like, they have seventy two of these. It's like, no, they have. I think they have ten. They just said ten, and like, you know, one of those goes down. That's a lot. That's Not to mention you lose a pilot. Ten percent. Yeah, it's a lot harder to re- get a new pilot. I think. <laughs> Fly them in formation right now. All ten of them. <laughs> Oh, okay. Then shut up the fuck up. The adults are talking. All right. How did you lose one? It was flying. Something went wrong. Pilot ejected. Plane kept going. Yeah. No fair. I was going to go rogue. <laughs> Can I, after. I intercept him? I'd intercept him. So That's going to be a big no. Mm, this hangar's a fucking prison! <laughs> I really have to get started with the Air Force Chaplain Corps to get you leveled out. Anyways, locked off. Oh, oh, shit. He means us. Lockheed yeah, Martin. what's up? Please explain to me how I can lose one of the most advanced aircraft that have ever existed. Yeah, do they not have air tags? Well, you wanted something powerful, so he's got some beams up underneath the hood. You wanted something stealth, so you can't see him. Uh, And uh, you wanted something really smart. So apparently after it had a couple of kids, it decided, I'm an independent airframe and I don't need no man to tell me where to go. (laughs) Christ, I'm going to have to ask the public to help. Where was the last place you saw it? North Carolina. The Carolinas. So right now, either A, nobody has seen it, or B, there's a bunch of drunk rednecks inside a shed right now building the fastest, most stealth bass boat that has ever existed. (laughs) Or C, the autopilot took over and he's going wherever he wants to. (laughs) I'm going to Disney! (laughs) You think that you're going to outlaw alcohol, but really what you did is invent NASCAR. It It was coming after that.
That made perfect sense. Isn't that something? That was about it. I didn't watch that. I was like, I'll save it for the show. Thanks, Way. Um, oh, uh, okay. We're, we're doing Isn't That Something? We're allowed to get serious. So Iran made a surprise fucking statement um, at the UN General Assembly today. Um, this will be translated, so it's going to sound a little weird, but you'll, you can hear it. Seen the 25 million strong funeral of the late commander, General Qasem Soleimani, throughout Iran. Those were censored throughout the world in the West. The yeah, Do you want to tell America who he's talking about? General Soleimani was the one that the Trump administration had uh, murdered in Baghdad. Um, basically the premier general uh, in Iran. He was revered by, you know, almost everybody there. Yeah, to think of him as a general, it would be as if, like, our vice president was a general, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I Can I talk to you in the kitchen really quick? Sure. So I thought, I saw Soleimani, and I was like, why oh, is Iran no. mad about Khashoggi? <laughs> this makes a lot more sense, and I'm glad we're playing it. Right. Terror Act. Terrorist act of his assassination was a prize given to Daesh on a silver platter, whom according, whom according to certain American officials had confessed that ISIS was an American creation. This, his killing, his martyrdom was a gift to that same ISIS. Instead of recognizing him for his sacrifices, he's assassinated. Why? But the Islamic Republic of Iran, through the use of all tools and capacities in order to bring to justice the perpetrators and all those who had a hand in this government-sanctioned act of terror, will not sit until that is done. The blood of the oppressed will not be forgotten. So the people he's talking about are Mike Pompeo, Steve mm-hmm. Mnuchin, uh, Pence, Trump, and I think we're forgetting John Bolton, right? John Bolton, yeah, too, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow, boy. those are pretty strong words. Yeah. I mean, all of the tools available. They just got $6 billion. What the heck? They've said they'd be that happy. before. I mean, I yeah, this Bolton's isn't new. About yeah. It. It's not new. It's just, you know what? It's newsworthy. So, so did this show up in my news feed because of the recent prisoner swap and money exchange? Or is this noteworthy? that they would act this way after we just tried to get cool with them. Well, I think it's, I think it's that, but also it's noteworthy not to just like say it on, you know, state television, but to stay it at, at the, gen- the general assembly of the UN. That's yeah. a big fucking deal. I mean, I okay, So from the Iranian perspective, I still think that I would talk about that every chance I get a, a big stage to say that that was wrong. I mean, he's, I'm not, it's a good thing. He's not alive anymore. Yeah. And it's different than, you can't assassinate these people in that way without expecting retribution. Just because from their perspective, that would be the, the right thing for them to do. Yep. Okay. I would agree. That's why yeah. you deal with that differently. Um, I, I, I will say, I think there's something to this being publicized more after they, after they got that money. You know, that's not that much money, right? Like I get that like $6 billion is $6 billion, but that really, like in terms of like state, that's not that much money, right? Uh, I think for that state, I think it's it's not an insignificant amount. Hmm. We're arguing over giving like twenty billion more to Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, apparently, it's a part of our defense budget. That's weird, right? I think that comes up in a later clip. Um, I have uh, based. I said into my phone, "Based Hunter Biden," and it spelled it as if <laughs> like Hunter Biden a was a turkey. Yes. <laughs> so have that middle M. You know what? I'm surprised that didn't show up in his laptop. He took a picture of literally everything else. <laughs> <laughs> core of this which every single time i relearn about it i oh, he got he got indicted right yes for the gun charge for the gun the 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 whether he checked the box i am not a drug addict when he bought two handguns right correct yes which again like this is here <laughs> this is here but you don't know what's in there it's probably right. it's fucking sure it's perfectly legal it is actually i bought this yeah. at a fucking gas station now it's probably gonna kill me nice. because it's some weird gas station shit Mm. Anyways, meanwhile, the people in front of me when I bought this um, looked very suspicious, let's say, and the girlfriend was buying the gun. So I don't know which one of those fucking matters to you, right? <laughs> right. I'm I relearn about it. I struggle to believe <laughs> is when on a on a form that the government asked him to fill out, he did not confess to other crimes. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> also that. Also what she said. Catherine Mangy Ward has such a great ability to summarize sentences yes. in, or uh, cultural events in ways you're like, in a, like the way a, com- a com- comedian like t- points out the absurdities. Mm-hmm. To sort of take the, uh, the looking glass and kind of spin it around and see it yeah. through a different, more unique perspective. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, curveball guys. I've got a politician I've been liking lately Ooh. and you're not going to okay. believe it. It's Ro Khanna. <laughs> with the corruption and role of big money in the halls of Congress. That is why I'm introducing a five-point plan. First, ban all pack and lobbyist money to congressional campaigns. Word. I don't take a dime of it. Second, ban completely stock trading and members of Congress from ever becoming lobbyists, activists like unusual whales, quiver what? quantitative, and the leaders at Crew have been mobilizing for this. Third, term limits for members of Congress. Fourth, term limits for Supreme Court justices. And fifth, an ethics code for Supreme Court justices. This is common sense. The people demand it. It's time we give them back their government and we reform in Washington. We should have bipartisan support for this five-point plan. How do I make this stop? Thank you, Madam Speaker. I yield back. I'm going to just close it. The Uh, American people are frustrated with the corruption. Dude, I love all of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I was listening to that Death of Journalists podcast with... um, Zig? Yeah, Zig. He's just wacky. He's fun, though. He's entertaining. He had uh, Cenk Uger on. Is it, is it Uger? It's spelled like Uyghur. And he's Muslim. Do you, oh, from, uh, from the... Uh, Young Turks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think we could get him on? Oh. Would that be a good poll? Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I've been more and more open to a lot of at least the promises that re- people that I consider thoughtful progressives make. Mm-hmm. And it's... It, it the ones that I'm listening to are ones that are their goal is an expansion of our liberties. And mm-hmm. I am you're never gonna be able to change it inside my head that taxing someone is stealing. Like you're never gonna be mm-hmm. able to take that out of my head. Like I'm always uh-huh. fear I do intellectually understand that the institutions that we have are funded from that, although we could you should be able to get from t- that's what we used to do. I'm just saying. Um 
anyways, the institutions that we have when ran right expand the potential for human liberty, you know, which again is like mm-hmm. freedom and human flourishing. flourishing and, as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now I think there is a limit to that. And I think that I am afraid of people expanding past that limit. And we've seen sure. examples of that in other countries uh, and some, some in many ways here, honestly, but I, you know, you can look at the graph and you can see how everything changed with Reagan. You, we, we allowed mm-hmm. the middle-class basically existed because it was being taxed from the ultra rich, not, what we aspire to be things that just are never going to happen to us unless we're so lucky. We won't care. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. And that still speaks to me. That spoke to me when I was younger and that still speaks to me now, despite the, uh, values and I have acquired through largely libertarian adult. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Did I say yeah. that well? Yeah, I think you did. Also, um, there was a time where I was afraid of saying something like that on the show. And then I realized, no, the people that listen to us either are like us or the type of person that goes, right. Yeah. You can be different. It's cool. I still listen to what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. that's our lane. Yeah. And if yeah. not, that's fine. I'll still talk to you every Tuesday <laughs> and Thursday. Like we're doing this anyways, <laughs> man. I need it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my note is here. I, I'm guessing it's Alex Jones. Because what I have written down is AJ Ding Dongs. So let's see. <laughs> okay. I never sucked any Ding Dongs. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, he was saying something about how, like, if you're the president, they, like, coerce you into doing things by saying they, mm. they have a picture of you doing something. But <laughs> <laughs> I never sucked any Ding Dongs. I never sucked any Ding Dongs. That goes right in the sheet. That goes Isn't in that the sheet. something? That is. Oh, thanks, bud. Isn't um, that something? Hey, you know what? Speaking of which... Speaking of which, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. The audio came out of um, Lauren Boebert getting groped upon. And uh, somebody called it. She she was playing Find the Sausage. And I'm like, I think she found it. Also, you should be able to find she it. She found it. Yeah. yeah. She found it. Homeboy was packing. She, by the way, so that boy, that boy, that uh, her, that guy she was on a date with owns a bar that does drag. Has drag shows. Yeah. yeah. The irony. Uh, okay, let's hit all the fucking bases, right? What she's uh, that she was being more inappropriate than somebody wearing women's clothes ever is, or at least <laughs> sure. seems to be right. Uh, men wearing women's clothes, however you want to call this. Um, yeah, uh, the audio was released from that theater. I'm sorry, people. Okay, well, we'll address. It. I have other things. The audio was released from that tape. I just want to touch you, tease you. Uh- you please you love you hold you make no, love to you isn't that something um yeah this is what trump did to the republicans bud like they they have zero standards for behavior anymore they they would fuck up still but they they were the party that supposedly like held themselves more accountable yeah but did they really though i, I mean like i don't know did. i i, I, I feel like they're time. i feel like their voters did i feel like that okay you know what yeah. i mean yeah, I could because there was another Republican. You could, guys. There's more. You could pick the other Republican. And like, <laughs> like I. That's what I was like. Marsha Blackburn. Th- there's other Republicans. Like the whole state. You can't swing a dead possum out here without finding a Republican. Like, it doesn't have to be Marsha Blackburn. Andy Ogles, really. Andy Ogles has three thousand Instagram followers. Every time I see a post from him, I get riled up, and then I open it up and see if he has more followers, and he's still at 3,000. I'm like, never mind. doesn't matter. Like, there's, there are better Republicans. Like, you don't have to be stuck with these losers. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't remember so, how we got there. Remind me? Well, so you're saying that Trump sort of enabled this sort of behavior to be mainstream in the yes. party. 
and yeah. like not be uh, barring of entry. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Multiple divorces. Yeah. yeah. Those were things before he yeah. found God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't know how Madison Cawthorn lost. He wasn't pretty enough, right? He should have been a grandma with tits. <laughs> then he could hump his cousin in a hotel room all he wants. It was weird to see him hump someone because normally the wheelchair is attached to him, you know? Yeah, it was pretty. In, it's just weird to not see clip. the wheelchair. <laughs> It's weird. It's like seeing your teacher outside of school. You're like, what are you doing without that wheelchair? Are you being Madison Cawthorn? I, I don't think so. No. I'm I didn't mean to. Um, yeah. If Trump's... Uh, Bobert's going to lose. Do you think Bobert's going to lose? I heard she was close. Oh, yeah. She almost lost this last round. She almost lost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, either she's going to... It's going to be either one way or though. She's either going to lose in a landslide or win in Look, a man. Colorado ain't Georgia. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. It's they're just, not gonna that's not gonna fly no it's a purple state fly out there it's a purple state like and i yeah. get that like rifle might not be the most progressive town in, in colorado and i've been to that town i've been and i uh, i was driving through eastern colorado and i stopped at a diner and thank god it wasn't horse sale saturday because they said no substitutions on horse sale saturday <laughs> i don't know I guess it's too busy. If you're doing a horse sale, there's going to be too many people here. We don't have time for substitutions. Oh, yeah, there's no time. It's it's the menu, buddy. That's why we made it. All right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if Trump's the candidate, I think the GOP loses the House. And they're not taking the Senate, I don't believe. I don't think that's really on the table for them. I agree. All those seats in California are on thin ice. It's amazing how how many Republican seats there are. I get it. I definitely get it. I don't need all of you Californians to DM me. I get it. I used to live there. I, yeah. I moved for a reason. But the uh, that those seats are all on thin ice. And and again, th- they might pick other Republicans, but those people don't want to lose their job. So you're not going to jump around on your fucking bullshit like that. That if Trump, I think if Trump's a candidate, there's just there's no way they keep the house because he's going to endorse all the Trump, all the MAGA guys right. racing against them. They'll they'll yeah, do I, a uh, Herschel Walker, Doctor Oz. Thing. Oh jeez! It'll be that again, yeah. all across the country in the house. Yeah, which would be a disaster for the. Republican He's lost party. all of his elections. He has not won any of his popular elections, and then when he wasn't on the ballot, his party lost. He is bad for them, and they don't understand that. I, some of them do, but uh, not enough. Clearly, uh, we have got clips for them after the half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear? Uh, uh, I think this fits here. I think this belongs with the rest of these Lauren Boebert. So the Democrats always talk about we're very sex positive, we're very liberal. They're shaming one of the great people, one of the great women, one of the sexiest people, kind of, I think the sexiest. Her name's Lauren Bobert. And the radical left, you know, if Lena Dunham or Lizzo showed up to a theater with their breasts out, Giving hand jobs, people would have said very, very sex positive, very great. <laughs> Conservatives are too uptight. But Lauren Bobert with a body that who can believe she's had four kids? It helps when you start having them in high school. But still, oh my god, very impressive. Thirty-eight grand, thirty-eight-year-old grandmother, and she has the body of a nineteen-year-old who's about to be an unwed teen mother. God, that's a lot of sex appeal. And she went with her. Boyfriend, ever since she got divorced from the, the guy who did the strong exposure of himself. I, I didn't know other people knew that. I don't hear other people say that ever. Like, I thought we were the only people that talk about him exposing himself to minors. 
I haven't heard. I feel every time we talk about it with a guest, they're surprised. Yeah, they usually are. And I'm always excited because it's such a fun story to tell. (laughs) Hey, you wouldn't believe how big my dick is. And the guy she's dating is a Democrat. Okay, this is three minutes long. We're not going to do all of this. Um, my favorite take on this is from Moe's Big Thinks on Instagram. Don't recommend you following him, but uh, <laughs> I only say that because I think it'll help you fo- him get followers. Uh, so he said, I'm just going to read this word for word. They will catch Lauren Boebert jerking some guy off in 4K at night vision in a night vision cam in a theater where there's actually no filming or recording allowed. And, and this is strictly enforced. So how did they even get all this equipment in? You forgot about like security cameras for a minute. Right. I get it. It's fine. It's CCTV. And that's why it looks so shitty because it's zoomed in from CCTV. Yeah. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, but no footage of Epstein mysteriously disappeared. Uh, no one's, And then he said, no one's done enough wordplay about Bobert's boobies. Uh, <laughs> the alliteration is sitting right there. It's right there yeah, for Bo- the taking. Bobert's you boobies. Know, I, I, I heard of people, some people on the right complaining like, oh, you know, we're slut shaming Bobert or this would be like he's he's trying to sort of say uh no she's the hypocrite of course that's the whole point is the hypocrisy it's not what she did although clearly inappropriate to do that in a theater <laughs> but but that's not the point the point is the hypocrisy where where she comes out and says you know all this family values christian conservative bullshit and then look what she's doing behind the scenes like right? that's that's the problem is yeah the hypocrisy yeah, yeah. totally um uh, can i leave you for half with uh interesting thing i learned from natasha about australians this this week yeah do we didn't play an australian clip and we normally do so um we were talking about soap operas for some reason and she was talking about how her grandma was into the young and the restless i think okay and I was like, oh, I was more of a general hospital fan. And then she just didn't even hear me say that. And she was like, yeah, in Australia, they, cause I think that's noteworthy, right? Like, I feel like you'd want to talk about Sonny and like the mafia and what's going on there, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, the shout out general hospital fans hit me up and the DMs are open. <laughs> uh, so she was telling me that in Australia, all the soap operas were like three years behind because they didn't start broadcasting them there until they were like popular enough in the U S for them to be like, Oh, oh. shit, people like this. Let's put them on our channels. Right. But, but they want to start from the beginning. Well, you have to start from the beginning and yeah. soap operas are like every fucking day. Oh yeah. So there's no opportunity to catch up. It's not like you, it, do you get what I mean? Never catch up. Yeah. Right? So they're all, so, so Aussies come to the U S and watch soap operas from like years in the future and like come back and gossip about it with their friends. <laughs> Is that That's wild? Hilarious. I know. is awesome, man. That's fucking crazy. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, or, you know, not easy. that much later. I'm going to get a beer. I'll be right back. This is the B side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> in the canyons of your mind. I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again Jesus Christ, dude. I told Natasha that I'm finally ready to get rid of my grandma's couch and she has spent the last 48 hours picking out the exact perfect couch for us to buy like four months from now. Like, I don't want to do this now. I'm just saying like maybe, you know, 
Nice. Yeah. Did she get some ideas from our Pottery Barn? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the tabs are always open in case we play the game, and I right. see it every week. And I'm like, this week, I was like, I wonder how much I like psyched myself into buying this by looking at pottery. Right. couches. Yeah, couches, couches, couches. Which one should I pick? Where is that? Fuck your couch. It appears that yet another song or sound clip I didn't save. <laughs> Happens a lot. Because I'm editing as fast as I can. I don't want to stop. You know what occurred to me? That clip is three minutes and 49 seconds long because I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men is playing in the background. And I think he does the whole song. Let's fast forward and see if he oh, ties it into the, you know, the promise yeah. of the song. By the way, speaking of song lyrics, I was somewhere today and uh, I'll, uh, now the I'll Make Love to You stuck in my head. It was uh, very <laughs> similar. You know the song by Shaggy? Uh, Push it, push it some more. Yeah, Yeah, that's creepy. Did you ever, girl, I want to make you sweat. Sweat till you sweat some more. And if you cry out, I'm going to push it some more. What do you think he means by that? I don't know. He probably doesn't mean what he thought, because I was in like fifth grade when I heard that song, and it was a fun song. Right. He talked funny, you know, like it was a, look at this guy. He sounds like like under the sea guy. He sounds like the crab from the Little Mermaid, Lobster. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. Dun, 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 dun. Down where it's wetter, I get it. Here, let's see what the end of the song is. Yes, and I'll be saying Beetlejuice all night. So you better... Okay, you know what? I should have trusted my instincts on that one. <laughs> I am sorry, America. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, no, it's showtime. Let's get into this. Hey, you know what? Speaking of Mr. President, did you see how he was interviewed over the weekend and the lady kept calling him Mr. President the whole time? Apparently, I mean, I get it that that is a thing because that's like an old riddle. It's like, what was the president's name in 1984? And people say Reagan. And you say, no, it's Joe Biden because the president's name in 1984. Still Joe Biden. Yeah, it's a stupid joke. It's like, okay, riddle. Good job. All right. Um so yeah, he just, they kept calling him the president, which is fine. It's part, there's people that are insinuating that um, NBC for Meet the Press, that lady, um, what was her last? What was? The- uh, I can't remember her name either. Every, I think uh, Todd or Todd? No, Welker. Yeah, was it, it was because it made me think of Wes Welker every time I heard her. Oh, name. okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, when she did the interview, people are saying that uh, they might have had a special deal with the Trump uh, campaign to get the, the interview and they're, they're like in NBC is investigating it cause they violated the handbook, Alan. Oh no. This whole Can't interview was for ratings is what everybody on the left is saying. I don't know. I thought she kind of pushed back on him a little bit. Hey, now you're an all star. <laughs> um, God. but okay. I, I do get ahead of myself before we get into those clips. I, I forgot what was on the sheet. Let's play a couple of these, uh, Trump. Let's play a couple of clips from the Trump cult. These are people at rallies, this is a shirt that says Blacks for Trump. He's it says Blacks for Trump. Yes. Blacks for Trump. Are you black? No, I'm not black. Okay. The shirt says... That's it. That's <laughs> okay. He uh, doesn't explain it. He's it's like, no, I, yeah, I am not. It's like when, this is the complete inverse of the Africans getting sent um, <laughs> losers of the Super Bowl t-shirt, right? <laughs> It is. That's funny. Actually, the more you think about it, it is. It is. Totally it's a is. white guy. They lost. Like that's actually very funny. <laughs> I I'm funny is what I just said. You know you what? Said- <laughs> that is actually very funny. You know who thinks so? Me, the person that said it. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh god. All right. Here's another psychopath, and we can tell our own. To abolish abortion, no exceptions. So this says, before I formed you in the womb, 
I knew you. And that's, and that's from the Bible? Yeah, from Jeremiah 1. Right. So God knows these babies in the womb. He has a purpose and a destiny for each child. They shouldn't be killed. Destiny's child. So she's very logical. Like, I, I do appreciate you have logical consistency for why you have these principled thoughts. Didn't he kill all the firstborn sons in Egypt? <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah, because he can't handle the argument. Do you remember that West Wing clip where, um, what's the president's name? I can't remember. Uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah, Martin Sheen, where he goes off on some Christian conservative lady. It was huge. Do you remember that clip no, I'm talking I, about? I never watched the show, and I, the clip didn't really, if I saw it, I ignored it or something. I don't know. Okay. I wasn't opposed to the show. I just never started. West Wing was great. Sorkin, right? All that fast yeah, talking. Yeah, Sorkin. Yeah. Yep. Didn't they yeah, used sorry. to have, argue, they used to have bets about what words they could hide in there or like how many words per minute they can get away with? I feel like I've heard some of yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Okay, one more of these good liars ones, uh, people at the Trump rallies. This is someone uh, you are never going to be able to get through to. Also, I am one of those people that will vote for him no matter what. How do you feel about the concept of law and order in general? I I agree with law and order. I am 100%. Do you feel that if he's he's convicted, though, that wouldn't change your mind? He won't be convicted. But if if he was. But he won't. But if, if he was. He won't. I'll but if, just, I'll if he was convicted. He won't be convicted. But if he was convicted. It is impossible. I don't know, but I'm saying what if he's found he guilty? Be. He won't be. Yeah, but what if he is? Questions. I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. He won't be. But I, I Imagine her in a would you rather. Like, oh, I, I, neither. <laughs> like, fuck you. If a trial takes place and then he's found guilty, like, what if that happens? I'm not going to answer the, that question. Okay. That was funny. Trump said that a lot in the interview. Oh, who is you know what? He said plenty of things. I got a clip coming up where he's like, uh, yeah, I was in charge on January 6th, which means he's not going to say it's advice of counsel. Oh, I'm um, sure he definitely said some things his lawyers would rather him not. But yeah. he definitely he did say I'm not answering that question like many times. Oh, it, wow. You yeah. watch somebody watched the whole interview. on <laughs> Perhaps. Um, so this is what did you Oh, This is what I was saying. Hey, this is I called this. Tell me how you watched this all unfold. Were you in the dining room watching TV? I'm not going to tell. <laughs> this is what you just said. <laughs> I heard it. I'm not going to tell. I'm sorry. I paused it at the worst time. <laughs> you will tell people later at an appropriate time. Just so you understand, however. What did you do I when the Capitol was under attack, though? Let me Mr. just tell you. In the moment that the Capitol was Did you was see the attack. statements I made in the Oval Office and just outside of the Oval Office? Absolutely. Go I was home. there that day. Our police are great. We love our police. We love everybody. Go home. That was, this was that a was beautiful That was statement. at 4 o'clock well, in the afternoon more than I, I don't know. three but hours after. I don't know. He said, I don't know, too. That was in 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Pizza <laughs> were put out before that. I want to know who you called By the way, on that day. Nancy Pelosi. I, I, I don't have. I, why would day. I tell you that? Listen, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. don't want to talk about that? was in charge of security. She turned down 10,000 soldiers. If she didn't... They could have put a Chiron up that said that was a lie, right? They definitely... That, that wasn't true, right? No, that like, was I, not true. Okay, I know it's annoying to pause a clip and say that, but, like, they... So, in be, the, the reason the left is mad is because... All of these lies are coming out, and it's like we have the tech. They taped. I'm sorry, this wasn't live. They taped this no. like three or four days before, so yeah. like they had. They time. could have fact checked it post. Well, yeah, yeah, it would yeah. be pretty easy. Turn down the soldiers. You wouldn't have had January 6th. Did you call military or law enforcement? What did you call military? That's getting isolated. Your law enforcement at the moment the capital. I'm not going to tell attack. you anything. I told. Okay. I, <laughs> let me put it this way. 
I behaved so well. So well. I did such a good job. She's a fifth grader. Nancy <laughs> Pelosi turned down 10,000 soldiers. If she didn't... Tell me how you... I was such a good boy. They gave me a gold star. Afterwards, they took me to the toy store. They let, said I could pick out any of the 99 cent dinosaurs. Anyone I wanted. Yeah. yeah I, I did the best job, really. The, the best job, if you think about it. A patasaurus. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, this is Megyn Kelly. Okay. I love this. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So this is, uh, this is, this is another great moment in Trump. <laughs> Can't wait. wait. I saved this. Hold on. I don't have to play is this playing? Can you see it? Yeah. No, I can't. Oh, I closed the... Ready? Yeah. The truth is, though, not only did you not fire Fauci... This is Megyn Kelly. I don't... Does she have her own channel? Where does she work now? Yeah, she's not at Fox anymore. I guess she's on Sirius. She was on NBC. Oh, yeah, Sirius XM, the TV show? Yeah. Okay. Who is loathed... Wait, let me start by... it over. The truth is, though, not only did you not fire Fauci who is loathed by many, many millions of Republicans in particular, but also some Democrats. By the way. You made him a star. You made him a star. This is the criticism of you, that you made him the face of the White House coronavirus task You think force, so? That he was at every presser, that he was running herd for the administration on COVID, and that you actually gave him a presidential commendation before you left office. Wouldn't you like a do-over on that? Uh, I don't know who gave him the commendation. It's the presidential. I really who gave him the commendation? It's presidential commendation. Yeah, it's it's the presidential commendation. <laughs> so, you know why he has problems with that question? Why? Is because because of his ego. When she says you made him a star, like you had the power to do that. That's when he did. just instinctively went. By the way, right? Like yeah, that gets yeah. you into the conversation. You know, you can ad lib, right? Like yep. I'm an interrupter. Yep. I know how this works. Like, <laughs> <sighs> just did it. <sighs> Um, oh, this is pretty good. This is, uh, he was asked a point blank question by Megyn Kelly, and this might get isolated as well. Can a man become a woman? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Um, this is, oh, this is, this is meet the press and calling the shots. I, oh, this is him admitting this is, this is. Uh, I, there are books that are written on how the election was rigged. There are numerous books that were written on how the election was Just rigged. to be clear, were you listening to your lawyer's advice or were you listening to your own instincts? I was listening to different people, and when I edited it all up, the election was rigged. <laughs> there are books were you that calling are the shots, though? In fact, Molly Hemingway wrote a great book Oh, were you called calling rigged. the shots, ultimately? Excuse me. Molly Hemingway, mm-hmm. who's highly respected and great, she wrote a, a book, a, a best-selling book called Rigged. Were you calling the shots, though, Mr. President, ultimately? Uh, as to whether or not I believed it was rigged? Oh, sure. I, okay. I, it was my decision. <laughs> huh? Oops. Oopsies. So uh, why does that destroy defensive counsel as an excuse? <laughs> because he's saying that it was his I'm decision. I'm just doing it a New York Times impression. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, how do people die? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he uh, I actually did cut that short because he continued to talk and made that mm-hmm. better. But that's what you do. I'm telling you, like yep. listeners, most of you know this, like we're like, you don't get away with that type of like linguistic trick. We'll say too late into your twenties, right? You like right. Uh, the, your, your opponents, the other people you're talking to also gain life experience and realize that people bullshit by interjecting, grabbing onto something, steering away from it. And then it's just, you know, you just, and then, 
And then the reason I'm such a good person is I stopped doing that, you know, but this guy, it worked great for him and he had all the money in the world. So it was just like, let's just keep using this. I don't blame him. All the incentives are there. It just, it's a toxic personality and we have a popularity contest to see who gets to run the country. So, I mean, why stop? It's worked for him so far. I, I would not be different if I, if I were him. Yeah. I, yeah, of course not. Yeah. And, and that's the whole reason the document case, can we stop calling it the document case? It's his uh, espionage case. Like it, he's, <laughs> yeah. he is facing a charge, right? Yes, he is. Okay, so we violating the espionage documents case. case. In his espionage case, the whole issue was like I can just wing it, and eventually, the way that I wing it, it's going to work for me. So yeah. just say no. Sooner just or later, they'll tell get them our, we don't. Yeah, yeah. Sooner or later, they'll get our back no? against the wall, and we'll wiggle out of it. You know, he'll right. toddler with his arms up and drop down, like, and like I, oh, like I can't do. catch him. Yeah. yeah. Remember the greased up deaf guy? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's move over to making fun of the right. I have Christy Nome. Uh, she has not had a very good week. Um, oh, Corey Lewandowski. Yeah. You want to fill in America on that while I get this clip loaded? So she's been having an affair for apparently Sorry. years with with a former Trump Trump operative, Corey Lewandowski. He was the former campaign manager, right? Yeah, they're they're both uh, married to other people. Oh, but, uh, apparently that doesn't matter. Uh, so well, go ahead. So that the moral majority really went downhill. Let's just say <laughs> they really had a week, right? Yeah, yeah. Christy Noem guilty, right? <laughs> guilty, guilty of being hot. Oh man, oh. <laughs> Uh, Corey's quite quite the looker as well. Oh, is he? Is he a handsome uh, gentleman? Nah. Yeah, he's mad. Nah. Um, the people give a he's lot. No, of, Matt Gates, <laughs> human trafficker. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. People give a lot of credit for someone that manages South Dakota. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God, there's no conflict because we have a monoculture. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The whole reason that she had all those COVID uh, successes was because her legislature deemed it so and she said i'm not getting in the way of that we are all on the same page and then she took the wins and they don't have like a big uh, like mtg or bobert or aoc out there so there wasn't like somebody trying to steal the headlines from her they're like no no you're pretty we're from south dakota it's fine like well no. uh, south dakota you don't have to try to socially distance we were already doing it like hey, there's just like, fucking, wow, like... nobody's dying from covid here it's like no shit like and turns out yeah. outside was the right place to be we all knew it which we were mad about like right god they shut down that was when me and Natasha were dating. They literally, we went and sat that we were allowed to walk on the beach, but we couldn't sit down. And when we sat I down, remember. they shuffled us. We along. talked about it on the and show. And I was like, but on Tuesday I can. And they're like, yes. I'm like, it's Sunday. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, so she had a bad week and um, I would say, depending on how conspiratorial you look at things, Atlanta didn't never burn. She may have been the target of a hit piece for that story to have broke at this time, because just a few days ago, she endorsed president former, sorry, Mr. President. She endorsed Mr. President Trump. Uh, and in that speech, she said this, where were these candidates then they were silent. They were cowering or worse yet. They were locking down their own people. They were pushing mandates. They were closing beaches, even arresting people for taking a spring break. Now, yes, I will be attacked for speaking the truth to all of you tonight. And yes, I expect that Joe Biden, these candidates, their political operatives, and the media will perpetuate ugly, hateful misinformation in an attempt to destroy me and my family because of our opinions. Wow. 
We got all of these. <laughs> that actually kind of fits strangely. Yeah. I don't know why. I know, right? I, I knew I was onto something. Yeah. What? what? Well, I thought you had thoughts. I just. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you don't have any thoughts on that? You heard America and you're like, I don't Who cares what I've been thinking for the last minute while I listen to this? <laughs> So she she predicted that she was going to have a hit piece. Yeah, she predicted it, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, I, <laughs> you know what's funny is I meant to only play that clip in the context of her saying it. When you play what she says right before, talking about closing the beaches and how they responded to COVID and all that stuff, mm-hmm. that's clearly what she's talking about, her being picked on for saying. Not, you just watch. Now that I've endorsed Trump, they're going to come after me. Come after me. Yeah, I did accidentally play 10 seconds too early on. You apologize. The checks keep coming in. I mean, come on. (laughs) Democrats be paying, man. All right. Um, I could have put this in the cold. No, no, no. Let's do this first. Uh, Rhymes with Cake was talking about. Yeah. So I I think he said, what's my note? Ku Klux Klan. Oh, okay. Well, I forget why, but I'm sure it's reasonable. My name's Vivek. It rhymes with cake. That the KKK was an awful organization that is a toxic stain in our national history. So given that we can start from that point of agreement, now that allows us to say, well, who actually sounds more like that organization? I really thought he was going to say, what about all the good things? (laughs) (laughs) Today. Yo, that is an excellent question, Vivek. And it's one that I love answering on this page. You see, until a few years ago, they were an active political party in the United States. Their leader, David Duke, actually served in Congress. I'll let you guess which side of the aisle he sat on. But (laughs) hey, before you do, let's read through their party platform. This is from 1999. It starts off saying that the United States is under assault by anti-Christian socialists and queer people, Jewish people, feminist, black people. You, you know the drill. They say that American schools and universities have been turned into liberal communist indoctrination centers. And the only way to save them is to return prayer to the schools and fire unpatriotic teachers. This is David they Duke. To think the queer community is, go- is this David Duke. This is the political platform for the kids. Oh, OK. OK. I'm sorry. I got distracted with David Duke because there's a song by uh, Dirt Reynolds called The Day David Duke Came to Destraham. I strongly recommend you listen to that. It's a great song. Gone too far, and they want to put the U.S. military on the southern border. You're not going to believe this, but they think abortion is satanic and that it should be totally outlawed. They call for a return to traditional values and denigrate queer people and trans people calling. So these are, this is like an old printout of the KKK's platform. This isn't like pulled up on Wikipedia them perverts they say we need to uphold christian values in our society and for good measure they say that liberals are soft on crime and and insinuate that they're trying to take away guns so there can be a lot more crime out there now i don't know about you but to me that is indistinguishable from every conservative speech i've heard from my entire life like the american conservative movement is undeserving of your respect we've heard these arguments before and we've heard who they've come from so what does that tell you I, I will say it is worth distinguishing. Just like when we talk about the CCP versus China, like the American mm-hmm. conservative movement should not be lumped into white. I agree. Uh, but I was going to say that also. Yeah, they, they do exist only within that mostly. So it is fair to identify it as a bullseye within the larger target. But the American conservative, although I will say this, and I don't, I think I, I said this to you in a text recently, and I said, hey, don't let me forget this. And you said, I'll try to remind you. Uh, I'm doing my best to forget before I say it right now. What was it about? It was, oh, oh, ultimately, the right really does struggle with liberal values and like constitutional values. And I they can't don't really, You said, I think your exact quote was, they don't actually believe in the Constitution because. No, 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 they, no, 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 no. How dare you, Alan? I, they, I, 
at, at the end of the day, you'll see people in conflict with. Okay, you're right. Say what I said. Say it. Be <laughs> spicy. It's fine. I mean, I could find it. Give me one sec. Okay. You said the right never fully believes in constitutional values because they evolve politically from royalists. I mean, like, I am only narrowing that history down to post the French Revolution, but mm -hmm. the, the right were royalists. And while we've gone through many evolutionary changes of our political spectrum and parties flip-flop and things like that, sure. um, ultimately... I think that uh, there is some political recessive gene, maybe you can call it, that lives within the political right that ultimately they'll say things like, you know, free speech is important, but you can't have the personal decision about what you put into or do with your body, right? Or they'll say free speech is important, but then they want to ban books. Like, it's, it's that kind of thing. And I, I wouldn't paint the entire conservative movement with that brush. Oh, yeah. Didn't this all come from us saying that that guy right. was 10 I mean, yeah. to your point, it is a, it is a percentage I, of that. I, I'm movement. saying those are, the, those are the failures you'll see from otherwise sound political thought sure. from within the right. Uh, yeah. Because that is that's the that's the drawback there, right? Uh, right. I, I I think there's a lot of good examples that we have well documented of the left's version of that from different. Of course. Yeah. Should we move on? I think we should. Okay, I could have put this in the culture war, but uh, culture war. Cult we're talking about culture war. We'll play that in a second. So um, I don't know. I feel like a month ago we came on and talked about how there was going to be a release of funds that were seized of Iran, and there was mm -hmm. a prisoner swap. Deal yeah. being done. By the way, I think only three of the five people we released went back to Iran. The other two are like, please don't let me go to Iran. Like, there's a reason they want me. It's not good for me. Yeah, they definitely didn't want to be named. So we don't know who they are. I know they said they didn't want to go. I don't know if they actually went or not. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, um, so, but I feel like we talked about it on our little old show like over yeah. a month ago when they announced it somewhat out of the blue. We knew there'd been discussions about the nuclear deal being reinstated, but then offshoots right. of that were leading to more dialogue is kind of what we knew. And then mm -hmm. this kind of came out of nowhere, right? But we talked about it a month ago, right? We did. We did. Well, yes. you'd think that the minority leader of the Senate would have been paying attention, but he didn't pay attention <laughs> until it got passed. And then he got found, let me find a fucking camera. Five American hostages are on their way home from unjust detention in Iran. Unfortunately, the deal that secured their release may very well be the latest example of President Biden rewarding and incentivizing Tehran's bad behavior. Over the past two and a half years, the administration... You know what? He's completely right. If it weren't for Joe Biden, could imagine how compliant Tehran would be with the United States' wishes and demands. <laughs> weakness. Because they're only mad at us about Joe Biden, Right. There's I mean, nothing. Joe Biden was the one that had Soleimani killed, Yes, right? yeah, the yes, thank you. Baghdad Desperation have emboldened, emboldened a massive state sponsor of terror and would-be nuclear-armed aggressor. Well, yeah, they're 13 days away. I think Israel's maybe, been telling us that for a while. Maybe he just missed it because he blue-screened, you know? Like, oh, know. he got Red Ring of Death, and we're like, oh, God, just <laughs> unplug it and let it sit. Maybe it'll be Free fine. <laughs> Wow, blue screened. I haven't heard anybody say that yet. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, all right, and uh, so as we've, uh, uh, as I almost, uh, so we're running out of our money, or we're, I, I forget. Is this the time where we won't pay the money we agreed to, or is this how we won't set up the money that we say we'll pay to do it? This is how we won't pay the money that we agreed to. Okay, are you sure? Yeah, I'm 
ready to share. <laughs> they can't write spending bills, so they can't agree on they how we're going to spend the money. That's what it is. This is the first part. Appropriations. So if you're paying right. attention, this is the time where we argue about whether or not we want to pay for it. Later on, or just a few months ago when we did this, it was, hey, why do we have to pay for this? <laughs> right. right. Okay. That's, that's, so right. that's, that's the right. cycle. We're at the yes. first part yes. where they're agreeing to it. So they're not agreeing to it yet. And they have time and they have the opportunity to talk about it. But as Congressman Nice Guy had taught us, they won't do it because they want it to shut down so that the culture warriors can get all the cameras on them. And mm-hmm. that's the whole purpose of all of this, because at the end of the day, they'll make a deal anyway. Anyway, so they were talking about that on a Fox channel, and it must have been Fox News. Carl Rove was there. Uh, Carl Rove, who's never found a political ally that he can't turn his back on, uh, right? <laughs> like, got Bill Clinton elected and then immediately jumped to George Bush. Something like that, yes. Not exactly like that. Exactly, yes. It does yes. generally seem that Republicans get blamed for these shutdowns. Well, generally because Republicans are responsible for the shutdown. They seem to want it. So, yeah. Am I wrong? Didn't Karl Rove get uh, Clinton elected? Am I thinking of someone else? I think you're thinking of someone else. Okay. He's definitely. You know, it turns out when you search Karl Rove, Bill Clinton, um, you get everything you're thinking about. Yeah. Who was um, that? Who was the strategist that got Clinton elected that turned Republican? Dick Morris. Dick Morris. Dick Morris. <clears throat> and I guess Mark Penn as well. Yeah, I think it was Dick Morris. Okay. Oh yeah, it was Dick Morris. Never mind. Yeah. All right. Um, the that was pretty funny. The <laughs> uh, it's weird that he said that because he's you know Captain George W. Bush, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So is he like a never Trumper? Uh, I haven't heard him. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be funny for for Donald Trump to call him a rhino. That would be hilarious. I mean, he got the 2012 Republican candidate called that, though. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Um, all right. I got uh, more about the shutdown being stupid. This is from a Republican House member, and I got to play it. Republicanism? This is stupidity. <laughs> uh, His words. The idea that we're going to shut the government down. Uh, when we don't control the Senate, we don't control the White House. These people can't define a win. They don't know how to take yes for an answer. Uh, it's a clown show. You keep running lunatics, you're going to be in this position. This is not, so. This is a guy uh, who conservative Republicanism. This well, is so. This is a guy who uh, knows the idea that, that we're going to okay, shut the on, government man. down. Right. This is a guy who's a Republican in New York who understands that it's very difficult to be a Republican. Congress member from New York. Um, there are a lot of seats turned in the last uh, election. A lot of seats turned oh. in the last election in seat, New York. Seat, seat, goddamn. <laughs> and he's aware that he's going to have to face re-election in 24. And he he doesn't want to be stuck with these raving lunatics that are the fringe of his party. Um, you know, he, if he's going to win his seat back, he can't be seen to be a part of that. So he understands that very well. He's which is why he sounds sensible yeah right and which is like i said earlier all those uh republicans in california the ones mm-hmm. in new york they they, yep. they won a lot and 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 like republicans are right to look at the election right now and think it's trending in our favor and it is mm-hmm. and you're gonna have donald trump be your candidate and the general population is going to show up and say i fucking hate that guy and everyone right. that he endorses and it's mm-hmm. going to cost you 5% or something, right? Now, that won't matter if you win Iowa and Pennsylvania and Michigan and blah, blah, blah. But, like, like 
he's not popular. Yeah, it's it's all he's going to do is <laughs> sink the party. I mean, I, and I think a lot of these Republicans tactics, realize. I, mean, I don't that. know. Maybe my Trump derangement syndrome is showing up. We weren't talking wow. about that. <laughs> I definitely think that there are. I mean, people like Zig out there who are like, God, you know, this is going to be bad. I yeah. I really. Let me play this next clip. So let's move on okay. to making fun of the left. Um, this is just a quick hitter. This is uh, New York Times talking about. Um, a, a, well, they're, I can't believe that they're, they're going to say something that's going to shock you. My colleagues and I have been grappling with for months. What has this war in Ukraine? What has the new alliances in Asia wrought? Is this a new Cold War? And. To me, it's increasingly looking like that is what we have. <sighs> wow. You heard it here first. <clears throat> but, like, how do people die? Is this a new Cold War? Buddy, I got news for you. This shit is smoldering. <laughs> like, like it, was, was it smoldering before or after a fire? Well, this, shit, this shit is, like... This is, be both, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely... Uh, let's hope it stays cold. I mean, jeez. Azerbaijan's like, hold my fucking beer, New York, New York yeah. Times. Like, you want to see Iran jump in? Watch this. Bah, bah, bah. Like, the only good thing going on right now is that Armenia is like, we're not going to fight back. That's not a good thing. That's a horrible thing. All those people yeah. are going to get fucking genocided unless Armenia opens up an alternate corridor instead of the one that fucking existed to bring those people food that Armen- that Azerbaijan blocked. This is right. This sucks. Like Azerbaijan and Armenia has been such a complex story that I feel like I have to keep remembering the alliances, who Russia is backing when and and what ways they've let them down, who what promises were made to both of them, um, what their beefs are with each other. Like and then there's like the nationalism that got spiked up. Uh, Not that it wasn't always simmering, but like all of that. And then you're like also Turkey, also Iran. And, and somehow, the and Armenians I used to, I used to, get fucked. I used to, oh, the Armenians always get fucked, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like some, Kurds. I used to always think about this and have to like go through a long refresher until I could like wrap my head square around it and be like, okay, right. at the end of the day, I'm mad at the, the Azerbaijanis, but like the, I, I understand some of this tension and, and then Azerbaijan goes and does this and you're like, no, fuck it. You made this so fucking easy. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> and, and again, I worked in Burbank. Like I, I am not right. historically predisposed to being sympathetic to Armenians. Like, <clears throat> and that now is not a day to joke about that. Like, but that's yeah. man, like it's, it's bad. And, and like, I'm only being this lighthearted because it is the, like, don't laugh, you cry shit because right, right. can you explain the relations going? So obviously nobody hates Armenians more than Turks. So Turkey's like, oh, Azerbaijan told us about it. He fucking said it at the General Assembly. Az- uh, uh, Erdogan's like, yeah, Azerbaijan told us about this, and turns out uh, we don't like Armenians, so we're not stopping them. Just, yeah, just bomb, letting you know. Away. Bombs he, away. He just like said, like, just so you know, Iran's like, we've got an ongoing problem that you have not resolved. We have come to the United States, United Nations for you to resolve the fact that another country in this organization killed one of our military leaders reasonable thing to say turkey yeah we just want you to know fuck armenia and azerbaijan's being cuts and we don't have a problem with it we're just letting you know they told us about it and we didn't tell them to stop meanwhile russia same thing yeah this is your in-depth analysis of what's russia going on russia loves there. it yeah i think we had a bumper at the beginning of this show saying we're not going to talk we did <sighs> yeah here we are god god it's not a cold war
it's a world war because if Turkey's involved, Greece is involved. That means NATO's involved, right? Or the EU. Country. Fuck the EU. Remember right. uh, when that lady said that? I do remember talking about elections. Ukraine elections. All right. I mean, Zelensky was at the UN today saying, "Oh yeah, you guys need to please keep- money, me, 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 money, yeah. please." Well, hold, on, like hold, on. To- <laughs> hold on, hold on. Can you remember what you're going to say? Yeah, yeah. I can't do just this. Get the money part, right? Just get the money part done. Give me money, money me, money now. Me a money needing a lot now. That was Charlie's line. Yeah. <laughs> just get the money part. Just get the money part. I'm sorry. Sometimes I really do crack myself up. <laughs> is, is that not what Zelensky sounds like? Please be money me. A money, money me now. Me. Oh man! Shout out to so Zelensky was at the UN today, essentially saying, you know, beating the same drum of, look, you guys need to support us because if we don't fight the Russians here, you're going to be fighting them in Europe six months from now. Um, so that's, I mean, that's essentially, that is, he's talking about world war three. Yeah. That's what that is. If no, that happened, but it is though, but it, I know, I know, but it already is. It already is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a guy, I don't even know. Did I put it in the sheet? I thought I put it in the sheet. I'm looking down in the culture wars. No, I didn't put it in the sheet. There was a Republican Senator from Florida or a house member from Florida. And he's just like, there's no money in the house. If Zelensky's asking for it, we don't got it. And it's just like, and, and then he makes a good point, like from like, politicians speak uh especially talking to his base he's like we don't have the money we're running a deficit so that's borrowing money from the future and my response to that is it actually it took me a long ways to feel this way but i feel comfortable saying this i am fine borrowing money from the future to at least slow down and hopefully stop russia from reoccupying eastern europe basically all of their losses so because because once they are satisfied in Ukraine, the rest of the Eastern Bloc is what's next, mm-hmm. all, leading all the way to Poland. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm blanking on all of these Baltic countries. It's, it's easy to do that. I'm blanking yeah. as well. Okay, but we know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and guess what? Well, first of all, guess what? Guess what? Oh! I'm sorry, but guess what? I'm I'm actually okay with all of my tax money going to stop genocide in Eastern Europe and people are like that. We don't have a defense pact with them. No, you know what? I'm actually okay. Trying to stop somebody from committing genocide in all of Eastern Europe, because that's what this has come down. You look at Mariupol and all those 80,000, hundred thousand deaths. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, it's not 6 million or whatever. We learn the Holocaust number is. I'm not questioning that. I'm saying, Oh my God, we're used to these millions being the ones we care about. I'm sorry. You, 800,000 people died in that city because of the way you occupied it to win territory. And that's what's going to happen to the rest of Eastern Europe if we don't keep giving them stupid money and it costs us. But you know what? The way that costs us isn't the same way that it affects the Russian army. Like it has an outsized goal or outsized accomplishment. Like if, if, if Ukraine can stop them or slow them down in the ways they have, and I mean, they're going to run out of damn it. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God damn it. Still, like, sorry. Like, I don't want to live in the world where Russia goes and conquers Eastern Europe. And I'm, I'm, well, I'm perfectly fine with our that, military being used to stop that at the end of this story. And if they do attempt to do that, then they're not that, use really, nukes. that really is World War III. But they're not I mean, going to use nukes. I got a whole they, clip here. Okay. You want me to play it now? I'm playing sure. it now. This is Peter Zion, so I'm not worried. Hey, everybody. Peter Zion. <laughs> Sub-
It was a bit of a renaissance. <laughs> renaissance These kind of fell apart as the Russians fell into this narcissistic fascism that they're in today. Uh, About the brightest spot we've got on that is that the Russians very clearly are having industrial issues in maintaining their conventional weapons. It's an open question whether or not they're capable of maintaining their nuclear weapons now. Uh, this puts the Biden administration, really all administrations uh, for countries that have nukes, which includes the French and the uh, British as the well, French. in kind of an awkward spot. Um, we now need to entertain scenarios where the Russians would actually be willing to hit the big red candy button. Uh, they probably wouldn't do it unless regular Ukrainian or, God forbid, NATO forces crossed the international recognized border into Russia proper, <clears throat> which case would be defensive use. So just pause it right there. I mean, everything that I was imagining we were just talking about. Yeah, R Russia, we don't want to take your land from you. Yeah. I mean, so we saw what happened with the, the maintenance of their vehicles, etc. in their first attempt to take Kiev. Um, we know they didn't take care of that shit, and that's why it all broke down. Can you imagine what the state of their nuclear arsenal might be? I mean, that's scary to think about as well. Oh, well, look, well, then let me just cut you short because there's another two minutes to this. We should interrupt. We're not going to play two minutes straight, but I need to stop you there because okay. I have a better question at the end, and I don't want to okay. get sidetracked by one very similarly. Or if the Russians do manage to subdue Ukraine, uh, that doesn't really solve their security issues. They have to continue on into Romania Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and Poland in order to Those the narrow countries. the apertures of approach for foreign forces to Russia, Russian lands. That's what this has always been about. But we now know that Russian forces are, are kind of hot crap. <laughs> uh, and in that scenario where they'd face off against NATO regular forces, they'd probably be obliterated. Uh, casualty ratios would be extreme on the Russian side. And that would only leave them with nukes in order to compensate. Oh. Which is one of the reasons, well, it's the primary reason why Washington, London, Berlin, Paris, and the rest have been so gung-ho on helping Ukraine in order to forestall that possibility. Uh, but it also raises what could potentially be the nightmare scenario. We know that the Russians are having problems maintaining everything. And we know the Russians uh, have lacked the industrial capacity to build new stuff. So everything they have is old. In the case of these missiles, things that were built in the 70s in many cases. So what happens if Putin hits that big button and nothing happens? Uh, what do you do to someone who just tried to kill a half a billion people but failed? Uh, no criticism of the Biden administration here. That's a tough call that no one has ever faced when they're sitting in the big chair before. Uh, it's not destined to happen, but I would say from an arms control slash nuclear war point of view, that is my single biggest concern right now. What do you do when the intent is there? I I just I want to pause and talk about this and come back and play the rest because at the end of this video, this is not someone who's an alarmist, right? He's always right, like, "This is bad, but here's why things might be okay," right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I, he is very real, real, and I wouldn't I wouldn't say him as not an alarmist, but you get what I mean, right? Like, yeah, definitely. Okay, um, so he just described a scenario: what happens when he hits the button and nothing happens? It's not going to be nothing happens. It's going to be ten percent of them happen, and if they have three thousand, that's three hundred. So is that right? That's right. Um, yes. That's still a lot of dead people. It's still a shit ton of dead people. I mean, yeah, and the knock-on effects are just massive. But that's an incredible thought experiment. What do you do if he hits the button and then goes, why isn't it working? Like, that. that is... What do you do to someone that unsuccessfully tried to kill <laughs> half the, the planet? Yeah. Uh, I mean... 
I don't expect you to have a resolution for that on the spot. Oh, it sounds I mean, like you my, got one. What, my, wait, what was it? What was it? My instinct is you got to nuke him. I, I don't like nuke it. Nuke him back. Nuke him back. All <laughs> I right. don't like all it right. at all. But, but like, just all on Moscow? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Moscow? I don't know, man. I, yeah, that was my one. first thought. I don't like it, but that was my first thought. Yeah, yeah. But you got to make someone else do it. <laughs> Israel. Yeah. yeah. God. Not with, not. Come on, they owe us. North Korea could do it. There no. we go. <laughs> South Korea, maybe. <laughs> Uh, oh, let me play the rest. When all the pieces are there, but on the day that you hit the button, it just doesn't happen to work because you know they're going to hit that button again, 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 very, very quickly. Uh, and we no longer have the procedures in place to try to defuse that situation, largely because the Russians have ended them. So if you want to stress about something, I give you permission to stress about that. That's not okay. I'm not okay I don't with like that. This <laughs> I don't like that smile at the end either. Jesus, no, Peter. no. What the hell, man? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. With new, uh, new fear unlocked. <laughs> the good news: Russia probably won't use the button unless it's defensive. Uh, but bad news: it's because they're trying to take over Eastern Europe. Right. Uh, I guess that was what we always. I guess so. Listeners, I mean, tell me why I'm wrong. I can't wait. Please. Um, oh, I've got, uh, I've got our best of the left. We're not done with them. Um, actually, I'm really excited about this one. Did you see Nancy Pelosi giving an interview? Uh, she was asked about Kamala and whether I, I think she'll say it in the clip. It's like, do you think that he, she should still be the vice president for Biden? And Kamala Biden. Harris, the best running mate for this president? He thinks so. And that's what matters. You know what sucks is that from both perspectives, neither should pair up. Not, they're both bad for each other is what I'm trying to say. Like, mm. it's not fair to be like, is Kamala good enough for Joe Biden? It's like, whoa, <laughs> the guy that's too old to be in charge. And then it's like, is Joe Biden good enough for Kamala? Just, like, come on. I don't want her either. Like, this is wow. Wow. <laughs> it's like a Trump Pence situation. God damn it. God damn it. Oh, fucking uh, bizarro world, right? Isn't that the Superman where it's everything backwards? Yeah, everything's backwards. And by the way, she's very politically astute. I don't think people give her enough credit. Uh, She, of course, values-based, consistent with the president's values and the rest. And uh, people don't understand, she's politically astute. Why would she be vice president if she were not? But when she was running for uh, attorney general in California, she had 6% in the polls. 6% in the polls and she politically astutely made her case about why she would be good did her politics and became attorney general so that that is and we're not done that does not sound like a compliment right she whispers it she's like nobody liked her did you (laughs) i was just translating in real time for you right right don't people shouldn't underestimate what Kamala Harris brings. Yeah, because she fucked Willie Brown. <laughs> I'm not saying that's the whole reason, but that is true. She fucked her boss at an era where fucking your boss got you promoted. I'm not saying it doesn't happen anymore, but like the game's different, right? Like different. we 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 stopped all these toxic men from doing that. A lot of them are out of power. It still exists. I'm not an idiot, but like th- people think twice before engaging in that whole transactionary relationship it does appear unless you think she was romantically interested in willie if that's your case i want to hear it and (laughs) and, uh, let's start this with you google imaging willie brown (laughs) i mean i'd rather fuck willie mcgee at least he's athletic (laughs) have you seen willie mcgee 
His yeah, face looks like someone put a fire out with like acid. <laughs> I met him. He used to come into the San Ramon or the uh, the Pinole Hill Staples. He came in. I was like, I know that's him. People ask <laughs> Willie McGee. I'm like, I know. I have baseball cards. <laughs> that's a big ugly face, man. Ugliest man in baseball, hands down. Then Randy Johnson showed up and started killing birds. <laughs> Google video search: Randy Johnson kills a bird. Okay, all right. There's more. To the table. Do you think she is the the best running mate? Though? She didn't answer it. She's the vice president of the United States. So people say to me, well, why isn't she doing this or that? I said, because she's the vice president. That's the job description. So her excuse for not doing anything is being like, hey, the vice president is a know-nothing. You do don't do that do much. She said they don't do that much. What a cut. Oh, wait, we got we got. Uh, I got to talk about a fucking that. dog dying. I just God damn it. This one. I'm a cut. It's the same spot, but a different sheet. Go ahead. Sorry, but. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong about no. the vice president. No. Like, they really don't. They're, they're a figurehead. Yeah. They're it's true. Best. Their entire job is to oversee the Senate. And before that, they had no job. Right. No, 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 no. Let me say that. Right. Excuse me. That, that was always their job was to oversee the Senate. They got added on, be next in line. They didn't even think about that for a long time. Then finally they were like, someone has to be next in line. And they're like, I guess the vice president makes sense. It's like, you didn't think of that? Like, okay. But they, that wasn't even a thought. Like, to a six-year-old, you learn they also oversee the Senate, right? Right. But, like, in your mind, you go, well, as vice president, obviously they're second in line. But, like, no, that was, that was way later. So, yeah, their only job is to break ties. And, and never forget that Aaron Burr was the vice president when he shot Alexander Hamilton and he fled to D.C. because they didn't have extradition to New Jersey where he shot him. <laughs> the vice president was going to be extradited if he didn't flee the state of New Jersey to oversee an ethics uh, impeachment trial of a Supreme Court judge, which I wish we would have Supreme Court judges impeached. OK, but oh, don't man. forget that we could happen because right that now. happened then. All right. Oh, I got Buzz's hyperbole of the week. Buzz wants you to know this is the most important election. Or no, no, no. Show, uh, then we're screwed. Yeah. And yeah. you know we've said this before that we've got to turn out. We've got to turn out he bigger it, and better than he ever. He said it this. last week and the week before. If you're if you've been listening. <laughs> They I care a matter of life and death this time, uh, more mm-hmm. than, uh, well, for maybe for the first time in our lives uh, that it's been this serious. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's certainly motivating factors. But unless we get people to the polls, we can't fix the threat. I, I just I can't imagine how he's going to keep it. <laughs> oh, he might find a way. Look, somebody I heard somebody say that uh, I don't remember who. Um, some talking head say that if Trump wins in 24, it's the last free and fair election we'll have in this country. Do you think that's true? Yeah. Yes. No, wait, why do you think I have a very Uh, specific reason? I wonder if it's the same because he's willing to do all of the things he's already shown that he's willing to weaponize. It's not specific enough. Okay. Uh, what's your, well, I would have accepted. He's already not accepted the transfer, peaceful transfer of power, which is that right. would be an easy answer. But I would say sure. because he's on record saying that he thinks his first term, he deserves a do over. So he's going to start 25 to 29 and then 30, whatever. Nope. Nope. 29. <laughs> How does this work? 30 to 34. Oh. 20, 25 plus four is 29. Okay. And then 30, 30. Hi, Alan. Yeah, that- <laughs> he's gonna get eight more years. But we're already. I, just, I, I think I blue screened for a second. Right <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble with subtraction, especially when it goes past a zero. That time addition bit me. 
Yeah, it kind of bit me too. Uh, that's so you're saying that he'll say, "Hey, I, I was screwed out of yes. my second term, yeah. so I deserve this." And I don't think he'll be alive for another eight years. But like, oh you know, yeah. But that's I also don't think also. that Joe should be in charge for another five. Like, <laughs> that's like what sixty months. Yeah. Imagine if there's like a car loan. We're like, eh, I'll be dead before then. Like, <laughs> but he's but instead he's president. He's like, yeah, I'll run for that. Sure, I'm not gonna have to answer for any of this. You can laugh at that. I know it's easier to laugh when it's the other guy. Because he's what? Trump's like three years younger. Oh, you did. Oh, it was just one of those quiet laughs. Okay, listeners, yeah. he was laughing. It was just quiet. All right. Um, all right. Well, that was uh, that was Bob Seska almost getting it. Um, did I wait? Did I play it? No, that was Buzz. Oh, my goodness. Wait, Alan. No, I loaded it and then my memory uh, popped up in my head when I saw the link. Okay. Uh, here's Bob Seska almost getting it. I just, you know, the thing that uh, really disillusions me is when I get the sense that the television news media doesn't take this shit seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, the left is on board. (laughs) Took a while. Took a while. But here we are. Mainstream media. Mainstream media. All right. Well, uh, I got a thing for you. (laughs) It's another battle in the culture wars. Oh, not the culture wars. They're worried about a culture war. Culture wars. Stop with the culture wars. <laughs> uh, I, I timed it that time. Very nice. Nicotine Very frees nice. your mind. Very nice. Uh, this is Senator John Kennedy. Yes, that John Kennedy. He still has the whole entirety of his skull attached, though. The uh, Sorry. So Jeez. Republican from Louisiana. He's the one that says, "You next time you call a cop, call a crackhead. Oh, yeah, okay. So uh, we're in the culture war segment, so get your head in this, right? We are reading sexually explicit excerpts. This is C-SPAN. This is C-SPAN, right? Yes. Um, Last Tuesday, he read sexually explicit excerpts from the books All Boys Aren't Blue and Gender Queer during a Senate Judiciary Committee uh, a hearing on the committee on book bans and free speech. I'm going to play this. While I play this, try to imagine why this had to get taken to the Senate for this to maybe just get pulled from the library. I'm guessing that if you just said, hey, I highlighted a couple of pages, maybe we don't have this in like a children's library. Now, if it's in like a community library, sorry, adults go there too. go to the library with your kids or trust that they can read things and not be radicalized. Be Mm -hmm. a fucking parent. Right. Anyways, just keep all that in mind. This is how you tell stories. Give your opinion and then play it. I put some lube on and got him on his knees. Well, that's going in the sheet. And I began to slide into him from behind. I pulled out of him and kissed him while he masturbated. He asked me to turn over while he slipped a condom on himself. This was my ass, and I was struggling to imagine someone inside me. This is all going He got the on top and slowly inserted himself into me. It was the worst pain I think I have ever felt in my life. Eventually, I felt a mix of pleasure with the pain. Close quote. All right, let's stop it there. Okay. So something tells me that if this is at like an elementary school, it's not getting to the Senate before they pull that thing out of the library, right? This was probably in a public library. And I'm sorry if that makes you feel uncomfortable. That was a description of men having sex with each other that's like 
if you have a problem with men having sex with each other, you can come up to the Senate and just say, I don't like men having sex with men. But you don't get to say that. You get to disguise it within, listen to how weird this sounds if you think like me. Because if that's in a public library, you can have books about men having sex with women. Guess what? No, I want to hit the button, but I'm not going to hit the button. Guess what? You live in a world where men have sex with men, and someone might write a book describing it because it's part of being a human. And that's what books are about. Like, like, Alan, you're more eloquent. I mean, so I absolutely agree with what you just said. I but said I, sometimes I think that it was rude. If there... <laughs> so, no, I think that book probably should not be in an elementary school. Should it be in a high school library? Mm. Maybe. I, I mean, know, I'm yeah. sure that you could find books at a high school library that describe heterosexual sex. I 1000% so. would put that on that district to decide whether they want to or not. It should not be decided at any level more than that. Like, if And you- again, again, again. And th- so we live in an era where this device I'm holding up, which, you know, is a phone, yeah. has access to the entire world of everything you could possibly think Alan, of I was phone. looking up a YouTube clip earlier and I typed letters in and I was like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't see the first two I typed because <laughs> all the links start popping up. So, like, I mean, what are we talking about here? Right. This is uh, this book. Because really because because like, think about think about what you're really saying. I can control whether my kid goes on that on these devices because I control yeah. that. But I God forbid I let them reads. walk around a library. Whoa, whoa, right. Like, yeah, that's super high tech device. That's what's really getting to your kids. Yep, the fucking library. The Dewey <laughs> Decibel system gets them every fucking time. <laughs> this is exactly what I was saying. That's yes. so absurd. Thank you for that, up. that is so absurd. It's completely absurd. Okay, I got one more clip, but we can just laugh okay. this time, okay? We don't have to be okay. so serious because this is funny. I got a new strap-on harness today. (laughs) I can't wait to put it on you. He even pauses so we can laugh. It's great. (laughs) It will fit my favorite dildo perfectly. You're going to look so hot. I can't wait to have your cock in my mouth. (laughs) I'm going to give you the blowjob of your life. Then I want you inside of me. It's not Lindsey Graham. Believe it or not, this is not Lindsey Graham. This is John Kennedy of Louisiana. End quote. It's not Little Lee. Folks. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Oh, God. I can add to so the whole. That's now the official record of the stuff. That's, both of those clips were on C-SPAN, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. America. Oh, wait, 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 wait. America. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to go for a whimsical one. I was hoping. Yeah. That, I don't yeah, think I've I played it. that one before. Yeah, I like it. Oh, God. I love it. Uh, I love it. It's a great time to be alive. I'm glad we didn't have our, like, <laughs> I'm really glad that, um, I'm glad that the the time of my life where I didn't appreciate what I was going through was in the 90s. Mm. Like, it couldn't have just been, like, 15 years later where it's like, wow, this is great. Instead, I was like, this is great, and it's only going to get better because we're passing the millennium, and it's a whole new time. Oh, 9-11. Oh, everything's horrible. <laughs> oh, God. George no. Bush. Take it back. Uh, uh, do I feel trauma? Do I sound traumatized? It's normal to sound traumatized for this, I right? think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what's this? I've got UN misinformation campaign. I don't know if I want to play this. Um, yeah, I can skip this. Okay. Uh, we talked about that on the Friday show. Oh yeah, can we just drag? Can we just drag Twitter for a little bit because it feels good? 
<laughs> yeah, it does feel good. Let's do it. Well, this is a good clip because, like, if you irrationally felt like well, you that, said what it. I said was I true. said that it doesn't make sense. What I like about this is that even if you, like, if you instinctively felt like, yeah, it does feel good to drag Twitter, but you don't know why, this is going to actually explain it really well. I can't pause okay. this, and it's a longer conversation he's having with somebody. Um, this is that guy that ranted forever. He was like, Achilles? What? That's who you said, Ron DeSantis? Remember that guy? I do remember uh, that guy. Pearl, Man 500, Pearl Mania 500. I was thinking like of Power Man. I was thinking of Power Man 500. Yeah. Is it 5,000, though? That's 5,000. Okay. All right. Well, let me, let me hit this play. Say it to me again exactly the way you said it. I said that it doesn't make sense because it was free when it worked, but now that it's broken, he wants us to pay money. Yes, yes, that's 100% correct. Elon Musk now wants to paywall the entirety of Twitter. That thing that doesn't work anymore. The thing that doesn't work that was free for 17 years. When it worked. When it worked, when the top reply to every big trending everything was, how is this website free? And the answer was? Advertisers. Yes, advertisers. Every single time. It was advertisers because they loved having their brands on there and having people be able to interact with their fucking brands. You can't have brands on there anymore. No, you can't because he set up an $8 fucking paywall already to let Nazis be the top replies to fucking (laughs) Wendy's and Sprite and whoever the fuck else exists out there. Yeah, and then if they get a lot of engagement, they actually get paid. Yes. So the worse the fucking thing they say is, the more attraction it gets, the more money they make. So they're just saying the most vile shit possible yes so why if i own a company would i put my company on twitter when it's i could there could be nazis saying things but on top of that too what he's calling that payment is is ad revenue sharing so if you are an advertiser Uh putting an advertisement on twitter yeah and then twitter is then directly paying nazis for engagement, oh, you are shit. actually two step, two degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, it's like when you pay taxes and they just kill brown people on the other side of the planet, right? Yeah, so you know, I never like, go. I never put that whole uh, argument together the way he did, but yeah, I knew there was something else. Oh, okay, so that is the real life application of this thought experiment that you think they would have tried out. Because here's the here's the issue: the bots is an issue. Like when he took over Twitter. Part of the process and why he backed out was because he, and this is his version of it, is that he thought that the bots, he found out that the bots were higher than he thought. And there's a real concern that like the bots will hijack whatever your trending topics are, blah, 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 right? Steer narratives, things like that. And he's like, I don't think I want this as much. So he said, uh, he think he had a poster, he said, bots or die, kill the bots or die trying, something like that. And of course the left is like, yeah, die trying. Um, But like the bots is a real issue. And an idea that he had was, okay, this is logical. The bots aren't willing to pay every time to have all these fake accounts. Because you can make 10,000 fake accounts and swarm a, a subject to make it a trending topic and like sway an election, right? That's like... Correct. That's but you like, can't do that if you're, you're not going to pay $10,000, $8 fees. Right. I mean, George Soros right. might, but you know. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. hey um, I see what you did yeah. there. But uh, so, so like this is a logical... That, that is an application of logic to solve a problem. But this is one of the potential ways that fails. And they doesn't seem like they did their due diligence because this is what's what they described is what's true. Twitter sucks unless you have that mindset and you go, haha, trolls are fun. And like, I mean, trolls are fun, but like, I don't want that to be every fucking time I open this app, I go through that, you know? Dude, I used to open Twitter at least once a day. I didn't really post there, And the trolls were there. Like, it, there's, yeah. there would be threads where you're like, oh, never mind, this one's toast. Yeah. But, like, it's I every fucking thing now. 
I don't remember the last time I opened it. The only don't. time I open it, YouTube sucks to get short clips of anything. It's always people's mm. reactions to shorter yeah. clips that are 10 minutes long. So Twitter's really good at finding source videos for the show. And threads could be, but they are su- they suck at tagging things. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, paywall is an answer. I can't help but think that AI using his fucking data set, they're suing everyone for using Twitter for their AIs. And it's <laughs> like, you have it, do it, do the, do the AI, do the thing. Yeah. yeah like I, I, I got to think that if a bot swarm is responding to an event, there's going to be characteristics that are similar across the thousands of people popularizing. Oh, I topic, would think it would right? be very easy to pull that from the data and figure 10 out years ago we'd say we we don't have the man hours to be able to resolve this don't need it anymore but six months ago there was a resolution of this and can't yeah. help but think this within his ownership of the company okay um let's wrap up our culture war with congressman nice guy we haven't heard from him in a while and he's about to tell us that and why that is been heard from me for a few weeks because we were at a session and there wasn't much to tell you, but we're back now. Not and as the well news minded. is that we are headed for a government shutdown and a presidential impeachment. This is the worst Mike he's ever been. I hate it. Yeah. It's like Connor well calling much. in the show. The first thing that happened when we all got back last week was one of the leaders of the right flank gave a big speech on the floor of the House. It was a speech directed to the leader of his own party in the House the speaker. He basically said, hey, Mr. Speaker, if you pass a budget that our group doesn't like, we'll fire you. We've got the votes to end your speakership and we will call a vote every single day until you're gone. But what he really meant was, look, we know you're going to pass a budget this year and we're not going to like it. So you have to give us something we want or we'll fire you. The number one thing they want is a shutdown because a shutdown comes with a ton of media attention for them. And as I've told you, for a lot of them, media attention is the whole ballgame. But what changed last week was the right flank basically saying that a shutdown wouldn't be enough. They wanted something more. Impeachment. The speaker really didn't want to give them that, but he did. Technically, he just began the impeachment investigation, but if he doesn't go through with impeachment at the end of the investigation, the right flank would just threaten to fire him again. And let's not forget that the normal process of finding information about the president you're trying to impeach has to go through the House, and you have to have, like, legislative reasons for investigating. If it's in a committee, you can just be like, well, we've been assigned a committee. We can actually just ask for this, and you have to give it to us, right? Yes. Yes, that's and he'll do it. So basically, in exchange for being able to pass a budget at some point this year, the speaker is trading his right flank a shutdown and an impeachment. The reason the speaker doesn't want to do either of those things is he's worried they're going to hurt his party in the next election and he wants to grow his majority. Right now, he only has a majority by five votes, which has made his life a living nightmare because it means he just gets taken hostage over and over again by his right flank. Meanwhile, his right flank knows that if he's successful in growing their majority, Ironically, it just means less power for them, which is why they're fine forcing the speaker to do things that could backfire in the next election. Having a narrow majority lets them remain the decisive faction. And if they're fucking guns, forcing a (laughs) shutdown for media attention seems like a really weird strategy. It's because you're not the target audience. The target is voters who get almost all of their news from certain cable news shows. 
That's who this whole maneuver is built for. It's a sliver of politicians working with a sliver of media to reach a sliver of voters. And if you're not in that small group, then none of this makes any sense. So that's the latest, and I'll keep you. It's, I mean, uh, the wild part is that even after McCarthy came out and said that or announced that he was directing these committees to begin an impeachment inquiry, Gates still came out and gave that speech. Like that hours about, later. Post, yeah, later. And said, like you're not in compliance. Yeah, he said, you're not in compliance. The audacity. You're not in fucking compliance. That's That fucking blew my mind, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fucking yeah, wild. Uh, so here's a couple of things I don't have clips for. I don't have clips for, I thought I had a China clip. I guess I didn't save it. China. China. Chinese asshole. Um, no sounds for it, but Trump employee number two in uh, one, I think is espionage case. Her name's Molly Michaels. She was oh, this, like yeah. going through a desk or something. was like, whoa, I just found some classified documents that the FBI didn't find. Hello, FBI. And then she like turned them over and on the back sides of them was like a to-do list. Yeah. You so know more about Trump, this story than I do? Trump was writing to-do lists on classified documents for his aides. Like, <laughs> Relevant to the documents? No. No. Just like, yeah, it's just like fucking post-its, man. It's You can't make this shit up. Well, he's recycling. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, known environmentalist Donald Trump. Um, yeah, I don't know about the proof they have on this, but in that story, um, once Trump became aware that she was aware of that, he said to her, quote, you don't know about the boxes. And the right. way this is being reported on like the MSNBCs and like in polite company is, you know, that, you know, hey, we don't know what that means. You don't know about the boxes. That's kind of cryptic. It's like, no, that's mob speak like everything else Trump does. It's mm-hmm. you'll know about the boxes. OK, yeah. you never saw. You never saw. I, the I love thinking about this Scotch white American <laughs> being in the mafia. He's just, like, just <laughs> the Scottish guy. All right. Uh, well, I played my Ukraine clip. I guess all that's left is ask you a silly question and bid you oh, adieu. Right. Um, Let's do it. Well, let me, I think it'll be too late if I don't say this. This is kind of not how we're going to go out. But have you heard Chris Christie's Biden conspiracy? No, I don't think so. He said, so he thinks Biden's going to pull out of the campaign but remain president, obviously, so that he can pardon his son. Because you can't pardon your son and expect people. Give me back my son. Give me back my son. I didn't think about that. Should have had it ready. <laughs> I have another one of him. It's, uh, okay. it's. My son, fortune, my son, and he didn't have a job. My son. I love the way he repeated my son. Then <laughs> I did like that. Do you remember that it was in the debate where he was just like my son? And he kept repeating it until he was like, mm-hmm. you're not going to fucking talk about get my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> would have been funny if he slapped him. You don't talk about my son. Oh, man. Oh, that would have been awesome. He said he was going to hit him. He's like, we used to punch guys like him behind the schoolhouse. It's like, okay, <laughs> Corn Pop was a bad dude. Do you think we're going to have a Gen X president ever? We haven't so far. It's really weird. That is weird, right? Yeah. Because they've been old enough, like, since we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, like, wasn't the whole Gen X thing that they're slackers and lazy and won't? Doesn't that sort of get carried over to every next generation? Yeah, but they were the one, like, the slacker the, the yeah, slacker yeah. label went on Gen X more than anything. For sure. It's like, embrace the slacker. So they're like, yeah. no, we ain't going to be president. No. Fuck that shit. No. 
Sounds like a job. Yeah, I no, the man. Um, speaking of men, do you see this mm. link I've highlighted down here? That doesn't sound like a good thing to tell you. To get. <laughs> yeah. I see it now, yes. Um, they say no man is an island. Well, explain this, Alan. Open that. I'm scared. They say oh, no the man Isle is... of Man. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix that. died. Yeah. All right, man. Drive safe. That was fun. All right. All right, cheers. It was fun, cheers. <laughs> when a guy's banging you... Y'all let me in this damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron, and if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady, cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. <laughs> how great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.